Welcome to the Mammoth Gamescast for the week of December 16th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filtercord. Hey, I would like to thank the Academy for uh, giving me a chance on this game award for most stupid podcast host with the strongest opinion. Yeah, I think, I mean, the strong candidate for a, uh, yeah. a streamy. That's like a, a Woody. Streamy, it's, exactly. it, it, it's like a Woody, but for, you know, what we do. Well, I've got a Woody already, so. <laughs> well... When you have a Woody for a minute, when you interact with your Woody, you end up with streaming. (laughs) Ah, yeah, okay. Okay, now that we're uh, banned on all social media. Okay, is everyone thoroughly... uh... Annoyed? Yeah. Um, Why don't we go ahead and uh, jump in. Um, As I stated a little bit in the pre-show, this show might be a bit longer. Uh, We have a lot to talk about. There were a lot of shows, which is what this is covering. Um... Just to be uh, completely transparent, next week we'll probably take the week off and we'll follow up um, the week after, which will be the last uh, Sunday of uh, 2019, right. and we'll right. be covering um, our game of the year and we'll be covering game of the decade. We've already got a bit of buzz going about that, which mm-hmm. has uh, been awesome. Um, reaching out to uh, some other people just to get some opinions, you know, people who have been on the show. <clears throat> right. Right. So, so yeah, that's yeah. We were we were planning on doing the like game of the year stuff this time, but I guess we forgot that there was going to be a three and a half hour game awards. That it was a long one. Yeah. yeah. So this is going to be we're going to do a beat by beat. This is going to be a five hour podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be longer than the show. The actual yeah, because we're we're going to cover we the pregame. Yeah, we we're going to have our own pregame, and then we're going to cover beat by beat the pregame. We got every five seconds. We're going to pause it and back up a little bit. Yeah. Yep. So okay, let's see that again. Let's see that hand motion again. Can we zoom in on that? Let's see that hand motion again. Was that his? <laughs> no, that wasn't his. Yeah, never mind. As um, you can see here, uh, Reggie has just a bit of a bulge. I know he said his body was ready, but I didn't think it was that ready. Yes, it was ready. It was ready. We love you, Reggie. I'm afraid to say that he was Reggie ready. Yeah, he always comes ready. That's how they announce him. They're like, Reggie is here and his body is ready. I, I already made that he fills a me up joke, right? Uh, is this I show, feel like I've said that like eight times. This show, I don't think so. Uh, but okay. in the past shows, yeah. Reggie, fill a me up. Go back to episode donkey dick. 74 and that's where it's at. And if that is uh-huh. correct, if someone looks back at our episode 74 and it's in there... I also what get nominated fuck? for a stream. I'm seeing a I'm seeing a massive spike of downloads of episode seventy four. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so <laughs> let's go ahead and get into it. Um, I know you have a, a pretty healthy amount of things to say about what you've been playing. So let's go ahead. Yeah. and Talk about that. Yeah. So um, the number one thing I think that I've been, I guess, getting the most like uh, re- really. I guess, work time in on. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. kind of a weird way to phrase it. I don't know what I was trying to say there. Um, I'm playing a lot of Tropico 6 due to um, the launch of the first DLC pack for it. And typically the Tropico games have like 30 DLCs. Uh, kind of like, they release a bunch of small, cheaper ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is Tropico 6, the Llama of Wall Street. That's funny. Um, yeah, they're kind of leaning into the, uh, you know how Sims, like the Sims logos, the Llama. Uh, they're kind of doing a similar thing because you can actually have like alpaca farms. Wait, the it's Sims? One of the, main... the Sims logo is the llama? Uh, yeah, the Sim. Well, not the logo, but they they reference llamas a lot for like their sports teams and their college mascots. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they're they're kind of like playing on that joke a little bit. Plus, like I said, you can have alpaca farms, which like generate 
only wool. Um, llamas, so like, llamas are big in video games. Llamas are pretty dope. Plus, I mean, llamas and alpacas are from like South America, so mm -hmm. that kind of makes sense that you'd have access. Like, I want a capybara farm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not even going to eat them. I just want them to have a good life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this is um, the llama of Wall Street is kind of. Um, I guess the central focus of it is like the the like the broker path, which mm -hmm. is the guy that like helps you make like secret money that you kind of keep for yourself. Um, and it's like basically what you're doing is um, like you can you can put the broker in charge of certain things. So like let's say um, you know five percent of your sales don't go into your country's economy, but they instead go into your personal Swiss bank account or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and this DLC is basically adding additional ways to, um, like they're adding a couple like new ways to use resources that were kind of, they would kind of not become so useful once you get to the mid to late game. Um, they, they got some new factories, they got new uh, ways of generating money. Like you can take out, there's like a new type of taking out loans and stuff like that. So this is really like a, uh, I would say of the branches of Tropico, the way that Tropico kind of, um, the different like political systems that you kind of have to cater to, mm -hmm. um, it, this kind of leans into like the capitalist and the industrialist groups. And then also the, the broker is like one of your main, um, advisors, I guess. So, okay. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, this, it seems like they're just, they, they keep like this game already had, like a good amount of content and they just keep mm -hmm. keep keep coming you know it just, yeah the goal it, is basically to like never end kind of make new build paths because i think most players will tend to settle on a particular way to play yeah and play uh, that like i know I do. um yeah. yeah so it's like rather than you know like oh this time i'm gonna make a super scientific group like a civilization is kind of that way right right where in civilization you're like okay i'm gonna go for a science victory i'm gonna do um, you know, my, my people are going to um, make really a, a few really large cities rather than a ton of small cities or whatever. You know what I mean? Like kind of you challenge yourself with different ways to play. Yeah. And I think in Tropico, you tend to figure out the way that you like to play and stick to that. So it's always good for them to mix stuff up. And that's what a lot of the DLCs do. They kind of choose maybe a certain unpopular faction or something like that and then really focus on that to get people to play it. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, introduce new uses of resources and things so um they did add a new like pre-generated map as well i like to play on the random maps mm -hmm. but the the pre-gen maps are always are it's a lot better built obviously because like you have good uses of like good mineral deposits and good oil areas and stuff it makes sense like the way that real geography works like typically that stuff tends to be close together yeah right like typically a an oil field is not one little oil derrick in the middle of nowhere it's like a ton of oil right yeah so that's how this game kind of tries to do that so um yeah i mean there's a the dlc is adding a lot of cool stuff but it's not the way i typically like to play i like to kind of build a um i, I typically build a society that's really loved by the communists and the environmentalists because i'm like you know this is like like zero emission i'm like, like we should just do zero emission and the reason that we don't in real life is because of the economy. In this game, you can just, like, defeat... The, like, the economy is not, like, an enemy. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like it's just it's basically you can handle it as long as you have certain edicts in play and things like that. So okay, um, you know, especially environmentalists. Typically, my strongest group is the environmentalists, and my weakest is the religious group because I usually ban religion. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, so and like, y'all so, suck. Goodbye. So something that I, that I've of course noticed, and I, I don't know if we've really, um, if we've really talked about it before, or you know, went down that that rabbit hole. Mm. But uh, I've I've known you for a while. We've known each other for a while. Um, I know that you were really big uh, into RPGs. RPGs are always it's always something yeah. that you're interested in. But right. it kind of feels like, you know, games like this, uh, you know, the city builders and not just city builders, but um, builders. Yeah, like kind general. of like population managers and like simulational yeah, stuff. It's almost like that's almost taking over, I feel like, for you. Yeah, I mean, um, as you've that's definitely older. true. Yeah, as it's I think it's kind of a come around like as a kid, I not that I really preferred. um you know, I didn't really prefer simulational games, but that was what was available. Right. And, like, that was what my friends played, so that's what I got, like, yeah, I you mean, know, you illegal had, copies of or whatever. You kind of had to. It was, like, Roller Coaster right. Tycoon or, you right. know, like, whatever exactly. you had. Yeah. So, like, as, you know, when I got really into console gaming and, um, you know, I actually had good, like, decent internet to be able to play on and everything. Like, that's the reason that I never got super into multiplayer is because i just didn't have good internet for a long time my parents are like even now like not super into they they don't go online a lot very much they don't really stream anything they just watch cable you know they're like they're stuck in like 1997 or whatever when they were like at their peak point in their life which oh, yeah. understandable oh yeah me too um right exactly so like i got really into um you know, a lot of action games, a lot of RPGs, especially RPGs, because you could just sit there and play the same game for a hundred years. And yeah, you don't have to go buy a new game every week I mean, or whatever. Of course, yeah, that was a different yeah. time period where it was like you might get, you know, depending, like a couple games a year. You right, know, and exactly. you have to play those. You yeah. have to figure out the fun to be had um, with right. those. It, you like really milk it, and, and like you know, play it multiple times even and right. stuff like that. So. Um, that is part of, uh, I, I think, like, simulation games have gotten a lot better. Like, they can just simulate. So they have so much more capability now. Yeah. Right? Like, you can, um, you can simulate things to just an absurd degree because it really doesn't. I mean, really, a lot of simulation games are just running Excel spreadsheets in the background, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, the, the way that RAM and, like, graphics cards and shit work now, the amount of different spreadsheets you can run are insane. So, you know, and it takes, like, no power. Like, you know, you can go buy a Chromebook and have, like, seven, like, huge Excel files open, right? Right. So they've just gotten a lot better. So then when I go back and play them, it's kind of like comfort food, but they're actually good now. Like, right. I remember them being good, but they actually sucked, and now they're amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's straight up, like, a nostalgia thing. Um, right. I, I think, um, <laughs> I, I, like, this is what Final Fantasy VII is going to be for people, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, okay, I loved Final Fantasy VII when I was younger and I was playing it, you know. I remember, you know, like, my hand sweaty as I almost dropped the disc when I was changing from disc two to three or whatever, like, that kind of shit, right? And it's like, for me, that was Zoo Tycoon or, you know, like, my, I forget the name of it was, but, like, Fossil Hunter game or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, Age of Empires 2, things like that. 
so now when games are getting really good at this kind of thing now, and there's like such a diverse selection of these types of games that you can get, I'm super into that. So, and speaking of that, you know, we have um, talk of even uh, another newly announced uh, game of yeah, this style that here later in the show. Up, yeah, it is straight it, up gonna gonna wreck yeah. you, I think. And these games too are types that I'll get really super into and then burn myself out on them. So then I'll not play for a while and then come back, you know. Yeah. Maybe well, uh, maybe a couple months later or something like I did with Tropico, for example. Yeah, it's definitely not something that you play exclusively. Like you'll play it and then you'll go like what you played and um, ended up beating uh, the newer Star Wars game, The Fallen Order. Right, right. That was just like Fallen Order was my action game, yeah. and then I have other like comfort food games on in the background, basically. That you know, Tropico. It's not like you forget what's happening in another game because of the story in Tropico. There is no story. Yeah, right. You are the story. Like. You are the story. Like, you're, you're performing the story. So, um, you know, it's I really like those types of games. I like to listen to a lot of podcasts, obviously. So, you know, you can't have too much going on in your mind with that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it all kind of comes together. Cool. So, uh, I mean, what's next for Tropico? Do we have any word on where they're going after this? or um, Just based on the fact that this kind of... Like, this really focused on the money. I see other DLCs focusing on like other you know one probably focusing on some community stuff mm-hmm. um, one focusing more on the espionage and things like that Definitely. Um, that's what they typically have done mm-hmm. so that's what I, I you know this is not like rocket science you know it's like make the game put the stuff in the game that people want. it's kind of like civilization you know right make the base game make some additional allies mm-hmm. make some additional whatever and then you're good to roll and make the next one so yeah cool that's what i see happening i don't think they've announced it or anything okay so what else we what else do we have uh what else was on the plate yeah so other than that i think i don't know if i mentioned it on the show or just while we were streaming but i did pick up uh ancestors the humankind odyssey Mm -hmm. that came out on uh consoles i got it on ps4 uh bad did not like it okay um where it kind of makes me well it's um so I played it with I played it on easy mode mm-hmm. with the tutorial on mm-hmm. with like maximum HUD you know maximum heads up display maximum assistance and it's like it drops you you're like you know you're a, a pre-human uh, you know primate oh, yeah. yep. ape basically right and it's like hey uh, you know you need to get something to eat because like you're hungry you know you have to eat <laughs> so like yeah it's like you're hungry get something to eat and get something to drink. And you're in like this kind of like waterfall spot, sort of up on like a cliffside. So it's like very safe, sheltered area for your little, um, you know, gorilla clan, basically. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, that's simple. It's like, okay, I, you kind of walk around, look at some stuff, observe it, figure out what it is, take a bite, see if it's going to poison you or not. And then you just start eating and then you go get something to drink. And the other, like, people of your species are like watching you do this and they're kind of trying to learn to figure out what you're doing as well and then it's like hey uh you know use your senses to figure out where because you know the game starts out with uh the uh like ape with the baby and it's in a tree and it gets attacked by like a big bird or whatever okay so, yeah, like, yeah, the, i think we saw that the um, yeah the baby survives and it like runs away and hides and it's like hey you need to go find this baby because your clan needs to like you know, progress to the next generation. Like, you need this kid. So you, like, listen. You, you use, like, you hit a button where you go into, like, <laughs> sensing mode. And then you 
can sense with vision and smell and hearing. But the overlays are like completely useless. Like when you go into the sound overlay, there's just like sound effects happening everywhere. And there's no way to like narrow out what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And then when you go into the sound overlay, it also makes the volume of the game louder. So you can actually like you as a human player can physically like might be able to hear where something's coming from. But like when you turn, which you're, that's what you're supposed to be doing is observing your world, right? When right. you like physically turn the camera, it doesn't update the overlay. And like when, as you're trying to navigate, like there's no mini map or anything The assets all are very similar. You know, it's, it's hard to figure out where you are. Um, there's not even like a radar mini map around you or anything. Okay, so it's just using your senses to you purely figure out what is in you know the right like you as a player you. have to learn. <clears throat> so it's like a lot of the stuff is like okay, you can't learn how to do combat for a really long time. Like you just have to witness other animals fighting, and then eventually you learn how to fight. And it's like I, I think a gorilla knows how to hit something. You know, yeah, it, it may not know how to do it with tools, but it can do something. And it I knows mean, how like, to defend itself, probably. Right, and it's like, like it knows how to eat and drink, right? And yeah. you're getting like evolution points for like eating and drinking. Hmm. It's like this. This doesn't make sense. Like, I understand what they were going for, but I just think it, their their eyes were too big, basically. Okay. Like, um, it's like it seems it's like trying to get you to do things, but there's no like detection of what the things that you're doing are like i don't know it, it's it's weird and then there's like i'm doing things that are like it was letting me complete story objectives early like before i could do the thing that is supposed to like lead into it mm -hmm. and then it was, it was just doing really weird stuff it had like an assassin's creed style like viewpoint thing that doesn't help you in any way it's like an assassin's creed it fills out your map and that's what it should be doing in this game as well right right so I don't know. I mean, it's just like it it's has a lot several of things. Mechanics that just kind of it's like a short. really right. It's a really cool idea, and I really like what it's doing. And I think that this is really useful because you know there's still people in the world that think that we didn't evolve. We just like walked out of the ground fully formed. And it's like this stuff is like super interesting because like you know there was a first human ancestor that decided to stand up. And it, for no reason. Its body couldn't do it very well. It wasn't a good idea. It slowed them down. It made them less balanced. Mm -hmm. But it just likes standing up. Like, we don't know why. You know? He's just into it. That's his thing. He's just into it. Like, that's just his thing. <sighs> so, you know, they, they would, like, tell you to do things that they don't give you uh, any kind of direction on how to do it. Um, it was, like, insanely dangerous to go anywhere because it's going for, like, a sort of survival sim. So, like, if you get, if you get injured, like, if you get a cut... And start bleeding the game never says to you oh you're bleeding you need to do this to stop the bleeding mm -hmm. so you just slowly bleed out and it like i never figured out how to stop bleeding you know Weird. it's like um if you get like a broken bone you can go eat some berries and it'll cure your broken bone the but fuck? if you're bleeding you can eat or drink an unlimited amount of anything and it won't help so it's like it just the, the stuff just doesn't add up like do you think that um, you're, do you think um, you'll give? I it think a, it's fixable. You think you'll give it another shot, like maybe down the road, just to see. Maybe like, I, I'm, I'm definitely like I've been keeping up on the updates and things. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, I've been kind of tracking to see what's going on, and I know, you know, they released it on uh, Epic Game Store, 
uh, in like the summer, and then they were pretty focused on getting the console versions made because I think that's where their main money is going to be. Right. And <coughs> there haven't been a lot of crazy updates or anything. I'm definitely going to keep an eye on it. And like if they, if I hear that they do a better onboarding, like if they redo the tutorial or something, I would be really interested in that. Okay. Because I think that there's something really cool here, but just the ability to learn how to do it is so insanely difficult that it makes it not worth it, basically. Like, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, this game's really cool when you get to hour 70. It's like, bitch, I don't have fucking 70 hours to play something I don't like. <laughs> right. You know, like, I have 70 hours to play Cyberpunk. I do not have 70 hours to play, you know, to watch The Expanse until I get to season three when it starts to really get good. It's like, I just don't have that in me. I'll like, just start at season three. Right, I'll just, I mean, if that's possible, I would just start at season three. Yeah. That's why I like really, I like a lot of shows that only had one season. So you can just watch it and be like, cool. Done. Done, got it. <clears throat> or stuff that's unrelated, like Doctor Who. You can watch any season of Doctor Who and it's fine. Yeah. It's not good, but it's fine. Cool. Um, so. And then the last, uh, the last thing I got into, obviously I'm not gonna really talk too much about it like I did with the previous ones, because it's like 100% spoiler. Uh-huh. But I started playing The Man of Medan, which is the... Uh, Hell yeah. I guess the follow-up to... Um, well, it's their new Dark Anthologies for... Uh, right, it's, it's the launch. It's, yeah, Supermassive's launch of the Dark Pictures Anthology, of which they said they have eight games in mind. God, hell yes. So I'm super into that. Uh, they're a little bit you know, shorter experiences than um, um, Until Dawn. Yeah. But otherwise, the same idea. You know, they're getting relatively known actors. They're getting, um, you know, that mocap, that voice acting that you expect, the really high level of graphical detail that you would expect. Um, you know, a story that can allow for everything you do. So, like, if you're in a fight, you might have five, like, quick time button hits that you need. Mm -hmm. And if you miss one, you don't just instantly die, right? It's not like Tomb Raider where... If you miss uh, the turn, then you completely fucked up. Yeah, you get just a little jacked um, up. Makes yeah, you might get harder. just a little jacked up and still be able to pull out. And then there's ones where if you don't nail this one, you're fucked. And then, I mean, the, the game's able to continue. You're, you're supposed to never be able to get a game over screen from fucking up. Like, the game should continue and respond to pretty much any choice you make, right? Mm. Um, so I, I'm really into that style. Uh, I know it's insanely difficult and expensive, and... Technically, by now, we should have heard of the next Dark Pictures game, so I think that maybe it didn't do very well in sales-wise. Um, but uh, I'm hoping it doesn't get... I, ho I really hope they at least get a second one out, because I think they're doing something really cool. Um, I swear that I'm they, they mentioned well. another one. Um, well, they've talked about some of their ideas, I think. But, uh, yeah, Man of Medan. I don't know how far I am in it, but it's very cool. Yeah, it came out uh, August 30th, and apparently they're supposed to be putting a new game out every uh, six months. Okay. So we definitely should have heard about it by now. So um, there's also that cool thing, that don't play alone thing, where, you know, like right. you own it, um, mm -hmm. and you can get uh, your friend to download the free trial version of the game, and then they can you can invite them to play the shared story with you. Mm -hmm. Which is pretty cool. We haven't tried that out. I think that was on our radar. We talked about it, and then we yeah. There's a couple things. So there's that one. Um, we also I have the uh, the uh, uh, Wolfenstein two player game yep, that, that we still want to try out. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, that one looks really good. Did you finish it? Uh, Man of Badan? Yeah. Not yet. I, I, we're, we're definitely in, like, a ramp-up period. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, I'm playing and then I'm having, like, Shannon kind of help me make choices and stuff. Sure. Uh, but I don't think... I, I don't know. I mean, it's tough to say how far you are in these games, you know? Definitely, definitely. All right. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for you um, on what you've been yeah. up to. Obviously, I've been playing some, you know, like Pokemon. I'm still playing Nice Old Public 2, but not a lot to really report on it that I haven't already said. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Um, so for me, I continued to play some Fire Pro Wrestling. That was pretty much the biggest thing that I played um, across this last week since I've been a little bit busy. Um, and it continues to be, uh, you know, really good. It's kind of a difficult learning curve, like I said before. Um, yeah. And the downloadable characters are so good. Like, looking back at the very beginning of what we were just showing. Oh, actually, this match here. Um, it's Chris Jericho versus Triple H. Okay. Um, in their current state, what they look like currently. Um, mm-hmm. So, kind of like an older Chris Jericho with all of his tattoos and his um, face paint. You know, basically his AEW look. And Triple H in um, his suit because he runs um, the show... Uh, from Full Sail Live, um, NXT. Okay. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, people are insanely good at making characters and, you know, things for this game to support it that, um, you know, the company that made the game doesn't even have to do anything anymore. They're just like, yep, that's pretty much it. You know? Uh, Which is is really cool. Okay. Um, But nothing too much to report on that. I did play um, a bit more of... uh, hunt showdown they had a free weekend this weekend um Mm -hmm. i played it with another friend so it was basically uh teams of two in the map if you don't know um it's a uh game where you are hunting um you are trying to find um a specific uh hunt in you know that's in the game or whatever um and there are other teams of two or three that are also hunting uh the same hunt and if you kill the hunt and you get the token from it those other players can kill you and take the tokens and then, ex- you know, extract. Um, and the point is, of course, extract with um, the bounty token so you get paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some pretty rough moments. We had some pretty good moments. Um, I think probably my favorite thing that ended up happening was we uh, spawned into the map and there was a... Uh, like a building and it said hey there's you know one of the clues over there so go over there and look around <clears throat> we go we look around we walk in and the hunt is in that building because the hunt's always live in the map nice but it's you know just about finding it and we found it first thing first minute into the game <laughs> we end up fighting it we end up taking it down without incident and after you uh kill a hunt there's um a period of time where uh, you can use like a special uh, like a special mode on the keyboard. You press E and it shows like where the objectives are. Um, and it also, when you banish the you know the hunt or whatever, um, it shows you where players are for about five or ten seconds. Okay, that's cool. And when I clicked the button, uh, I saw orange all around me, which means there's tons of fucking enemies around me. Right. Um, so we're trapped in this barn and um, after about a minute a little bit of preparation deciding what we're going to do my partner runs full speed out of the barn 
and they start shooting at him. And I walk out and like kind of look up. I saw that they were on the roof. I headshot yeah. one of them, and then back up so the um, other person focuses on me and not my partner, so we can heal up. And I shoot him a few times, and I hit him once or twice, and then he hit me uh, once, and it was a critical hit. It was a straight-up headshot. Damn. Um, it dropped me, and my partner finished him off. It was just one shot. And then he picked me up, and, uh, you know, then we were just like, let's get the fuck out of here. We end up just running, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. We get two-thirds of the way across the map, and a shot just rings out as soon as we round this, uh, this small building. Mm-hmm. And I was staying back from my partner, and he got hit, so he hides behind this little wall, and there's, like, a cart in the middle of the road, and there's a team, and, you know, like, shooting. And I see uh, one of the guys, I headshot the one guy, and he drops, like, a fucking sack of potatoes. My teammate's playing peekaboo, you know, with the other guy. They're both mm-hmm. hiding and shooting and hiding and shooting. I was like, I'm going to flank. And I go around this big rock to get a side shot of the cart. There was another fucking team hiding behind that rock. Back to me. Wow. And I was like, oh shit. So I just unload on them. That caused the other guy to look at me. And then my teammate headshot. Took the guy out. And we ended up extracting and winning. Damn. It was, it was pretty crazy. I didn't expect it to be that good. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it, it's pretty fun. You have your, you know, it's hard. It's not something um, you have to pay attention to, of course, the surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a really good time with it. Um uh, it had a free had a free weekend. Right now, it is um, on sale over on Steam. So yeah. if you know this looks like something you guys are uh, into, you know, listeners or viewers, um, go check it out. Uh, free weekend. Um, I, I imagine we'll wrap up today, but uh, I'm not ho- not sure how long that sale will go on. So yeah, yeah. It's something to at least look into. That's pretty cool. And aside from that, there is. Um, I think it's on Steam. There is there was a forty eight hour thing after the Game Awards. Hey, check out these games. Um, right. Demos for games that aren't currently out yet. <clears throat> so I jumped into those and I didn't play too too long, but I played enough to get you know an opinion. Um, the first one I played was Skatebird. Um, very good. It is not very good. <laughs> oh yeah, that's kind of what I've heard. Yeah. Um, it just. It's, it could be a fun little arcade thing. Um, I just didn't like how it... I, I imagine Session and uh, Skater XL mm-hmm. completely ruined whatever this could be for me. Um, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it was okay. I Just the concept in general, I'm like, I, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I like the way that they're, you know, p- you know, thinking outside of the box, creating this indie game. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it it could be something for someone for sure. It's coming out on uh, the Switch. That would probably be the place I'd say snag it because mm-hmm. it feels like a really good you know um, game to play on there. But um, yeah. yeah, on PC just yeah, it didn't work for me. Okay. Um, if you don't know, it is a, exactly what you think. It's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but you're a bird. Um, right. You play you know, like a parakeet of some type, and uh, you have like a little mini tech deck, and you're playing on things you'd find in like an office or a bedroom or something. Um, a lot of the ramps are like Thrasher skateboard magazines. Mm-hmm. Um, That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you don't, I mean, at least in the demo, you didn't get to pick your bird or anything. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I appreciate definitely what they're doing. But I don't think it's yeah. definitely for me. But, I mean, um, this is still just more and more interest in, you know, something like a, like a new skate game or a new Tony. Actually, didn't they announce a new Tony Hawk? We just don't have any details. Like, Tony Hawk's working on something, but we don't know what it is. The rumor is that uh, the first rumor was, yeah, he's making a new game, and then it came out like, oh, he's going to remake one and two. Okay. Like full right. remake, which could be fine. Yeah, remake, remake, right. Yeah, not just like re release. Um, so, yeah, it, it does help that. Um, okay. It does help that for sure. Sure. Um, and then the last one that I played was the um, remake of System Shock. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like, there was like some kind of beta period or something, right? No, it was just in that thing. It's like, hey, check out this demo, Um, and it is rough. Um, Yep. Well, the original game was pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. This (laughs) feels very. I don't know if this is gonna be the feel for the whole game. If so, I don't think it's for me. Mm. Um, It feels very like disconnected, uh, unlike. Like hits don't like feel like they do anything. It just feels like you're swinging at air. Um, okay. The enemies' attacks don't feel like they really do anything. Um, yeah. The world, a lot of it, kind of looks the same. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it could be like, hey, this is not like the representation of the game or whatever. Um, yeah, I kind of get a vibe that like for some of these games, with the remakes are very like hit or miss mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like. You can definitely get to where, um, you know, you could sort of want to be a, do a faithful remake and then therefore not make something that holds up, right? Right, right. And in that case, uh, like, it does beg the question of, like, why would you? Right. Like, why bother? It's like, just it's let like people the old play the, ex- the enhanced edition or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the old, the old one's there. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I don't know. It's... Uh, it has a good idea going for it. Um, I yeah. just feel like it being a pre-alpha build, that's fine. It really, really, really needs to be um, like nailed down. Like mm-hmm. the the combat needs to be flushed, um, and you know, like connecting a lot of the, even a lot of the like textures are. I'm trying to think of like a time period. It's like aged two thousands. Yeah, it's pretty early. Um, where you, when you get close, you can see the, you know, like the hard edges. They just went past a doorway, and there's an enemy's arm sticking through it. It's like yeah. I wonder what's on the other side of that. Yeah, it's like very uh, PS2 or even kind of early PS2, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It. I don't know. They. Um, it looks like they're That's trying to do something. They're getting a lot of that stuff in there, and maybe they did that on purpose. Yeah. Um, maybe they're like, we want it to, um, you know, we, we feel like, like this that. dated, like people are into this dated um, stuff. Yeah. But your character, like, even when I was injured, I didn't really notice. I was like, I, I don't know really what heals me. And I'm just kind of mm-hmm. looking through and, you know, seeing what actually heals, like what items heal. Um, I only right. got one weapon throughout the whole time that I played it, and it was just like a pipe. Um, okay. Oh no, no, I, I did get a gun as well. It was a laser gun, and then it stopped shooting for some reason. Hmm. <clears throat> okay, um, so it's not even doing a good job of like explaining what is happening. Yeah, you, like guess. it didn't have any ammo count. I didn't see. It just like I would pull the trigger and nothing would come out. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, oh, if I had a nickel. Um, but yeah, it, it. I don't know. They they have something that could be good, but they really, really, like, really need to. They have a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's up anymore, but you can definitely go check out some trailers for it. Um, I mean, again, that's one of my things that like I would prefer somebody take the lessons from System Shock and make something new. Right. Rather than here's the same game again, which I like, I don't know. Resident Evil sort of proves me wrong there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the the Resident Evil remakes, but yeah. you know, it's I think that's kind of rare. To but be able to the difference like the difference is that same mm-hmm. company is making Resident Evil, right. and they have a full new fucking engine, the Resident Evil engine. Right. So it's like, what what else are we going to use this for? It's made for Resident yeah. Evil games. Yep. So. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I I'm interested to see what else comes to this, but uh, not for me currently. Okay. Cool. Um, so with that, why don't we go ahead and hop into uh, you know hop into uh, the upcoming game uh, we game uh, singular game. Um, yeah. Before that, if you guys, as always, get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesinc. Check all the top news and video game stuff over there. Literally everything that we talk about on the podcast here, uh, for this show specifically, was on there first. Um, Not only that, you can go over there, um, cast your vote for Game of the Decade and Game of the Year. Um, And we're going to straight up use those in uh, our show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, please be part of the show with us and... uh, uh, let us know what you think. Um, just whatever your game of the year is, with a little bit on why. Is well, same for game of the decade, which I imagine that'll be a bit right. longer uh, because you know you have more opinion about something you may have played, uh, you know, four years ago, yeah. or six yeah. years ago, whatever. Um, you can also follow us over on Twitter at uh, Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live, do stuff just like this. We have a bunch of other cool stuff over there. Some freebies, of course, for Borderlands Three, one of the newest things, um, and uh, and more. So we appreciate the likes, comments, shares, follows, and all of that jazz. Let's uh, get to the one game that's coming out this week. Oh my God, that's a legendary one too. Oh yeah, it's good. We're talking about on um, Tuesday the seventeenth, Watam from uh, Funomena, but that is a that, that name probably won't stick out because um, this is the new studio that Keita Takahashi is part of, which is uh, the creator of Katamari Damacy. So this is the weird kind of like little we cubic know. shaped <laughs> dudes walking around doing weird stuff. It's sort of a puzzle game, I guess. It's kind of just like a way to hang out. <laughs> It's like, let's hang out in this cool little place. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely something weird. What um, did that but little... it, it looks kind of cool. Uh, what mark was that? Is about the 26, 27 mark? Mm. This big circle with a huge tongue swallows up a strawberry. Uh-huh. Where did it go? It's him. It didn't come Where out did the other go? fucking side. Nope. Huh. Okay. Nope. Well, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> we'll go ahead and fucking skip on past that. Yeah, kind of horrifying. <laughs> yeah, you can literally be a toilet and pick up a shit and flush it on down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we have any information on exactly what the whole point of this is? Do you just go in there and no. like, fuck around? Yes. <laughs> do you make a character? Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I, No, I believe it's a pre-built. I, I think it's all pre-decided. There is some kind of story, but... Why did he you know, throw up? 
I, Good I on you to figure so out what's happening. I have so many questions. I might be yeah. buying this to figure out what the fuck's happening. That's the goal. Yeah, uh, that's a very Hideo Kojima way of doing things, I think. It really is, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's something. Okay. Okay, something. wait a minute. That might not have been a shit. That might have been an ice cream swirl that was just brown. That might have been chocolate yeah, ice cream. Yeah, yeah. I saw an empty-ass cone. I hate there's, when I go to eat chocolate ice cream, but then there's just shit. And it turns out it's shit. Yeah. yeah. And there's It'll nighttime, too. every once in a while. Hanging around the campfire right now. Okay, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this game's weird. Um, I... I kind of recommend it i don't know why <laughs> uh yeah really yeah coming out for ps4 and pc uh on tuesday the 17th so um at least give it a look if you're into something like again we are kind of in a drought we have literally one game to announce this week yeah. so uh yeah. you know if, I, I imagine a lot of us are playing through that backlog or whatever but if you're looking for something weird here you go yeah for sure, sure. yeah all right, so why don't we go ahead and jump into the news. The news is going to be broke down into two sections. Um, we'll continue on with where we are now talking um, about uh, things that are not the Game Awards. And then we will attack on back and talk about the Game Awards. Attack uh, the back. Attack the old back. Uh, so what they say. Um, I didn't write anything up for it. I just wanted to let everyone know. Uh, if you are interested right now, uh, Epic Game Store, uh, and of course that's someone that I always tell, uh, you know, our fan or our you know followers and fans of yeah. video games in general, um, pay attention over there if you have a PC or even if you plan on you know maybe doing some PC gaming in 2020, uh, you can build a pretty healthy collection without spending a dollar over there. Um, mm -hmm. Right now, you can pick up the uh, Wolf Among Us uh, just in time for a pretty cool announcement coming up here later in the show. And uh, The Escapist. Yeah. Um, two games now, uh, and there's going to be plenty of other games that you can fill out that collection with uh, between now and the new year. So, uh, you know, definitely, uh, definitely stay tuned for that. Um, mm -hmm. But let's go ahead and jump into the first story, um, something that I saw an article about and then did not read it. Right, that's the correct response. The uh, so basically, it's just an announcement. Um, the Pokemon Company is working on a seven-part animated web series based on the Galar region. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, it's the setting of Sword and Shield. Obviously, it's called Pokemon Twilight Wings. It will be on the official Pokemon YouTube channel, and the first episode arrives sometime in January. Um, so we're not one hundred percent sure really what's going on. We got a cool kind of art piece, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, uh, the the guys that are doing it, the animation is done by uh, Studio Colorido, which most recently created the 2018 anime Penguin Highway. Hmm. Okay. So, eh, could be cool. Something to keep an eye on. It looks kind of like, kind of reminds me of like the UB art look, like very like mm -hmm. painterly. Yeah, so I'm kind of yeah. into that. It has a uh, the face on this character. I don't know why. Kind of reminds me of like uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah. The character is kind of looking back. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of uh, like the chunky, like drawn on face, which yeah. I like. Yeah. The, uh, and, and the region itself is really cool. Um, I'm curious on how, like where they're going to focus their exploits on what they're going to be, um, you know, doing here. Uh, yeah. they have a lot, you know, from this game, just solely from this game that they can do here. So, mm -hmm. um, that's, that's pretty cool. I like to see that. Yeah. All right. So, um, 
continuing right along, uh, we were very much surprised out of nowhere, not at a show, just randomly yeah. online. 2K announces Cloud Chamber. It's a new studio working on a uh, Bioshock iteration. Um, yeah. So, uh, no information on what that is. Um, yeah, and I think Cloud Chamber is um, just a brand new company that has nothing under its belt, like as of yet, right? Right. Yeah, it's set up specifically to work on uh, the next Bioshock title or That's titles. Uh, right. Um, uh, they've been kind of vague on that. So it's like, where are we going with this? Is this going to, you know, continue taking us to different doors and different universe or, you know, like, not universe really, because it's not a universe. It's more of a, like, timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, like, like I- I'm very interested in this. Um, they did say that this is, um, well, first off, the makes the first ever Canadian office for 2K Studios. Um, And uh, they will be developing this game over the next several years. Um, And they stated that they uh, had already been working on it for a period of time. Um, Well, maybe. They said the game has been in development for a small period of time already. Um, Whether that was by Cloud Chamber or another internal studio, they didn't um, really specify. Mm-hmm. So, I find this weird because 2K is straight up over here like, hey, Cloud Chamber is making this, uh, but Ghost Story Games is still a thing. And they're still talking right. about Bioshock. On their and they website. have yet to... I don't, they haven't really, really formally announced anything. Nothing, no. Um, so, this is a weird thing that we'll definitely hear more about um, mm. soon. I think, um, because these guys are definitely talking. Um, the, uh, does Ghost Story Games have anything to do with 2K anymore? Yeah, they're still owned by Take-Two. Really? And they mm-hmm. did not choose them to do a new Bioshock? Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things that's like, who knows what they're doing. I mean, like, Ken Levine had been working on... Um, you know, he, he had been focused in on doing, like screenwriting projects with like Hollywood or whatever. Right, right. Um, so uh, they're still hiring. They're hiring a senior UI artist, cinematic narrative scripter, senior level artist. And they have a link to so, Rational Games on their website. Yeah. Rational Games is now Ghost Story Games. Yeah, and it's like all they're really talking about on their website is. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of Bioshock. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it could be that Take-Two, or sorry, it could be that um, Ghost Story becomes, like, the story guys, and they handle, like, the voice acting or whatever, and then the cloud chamber actually makes it. Because stuff like that hey. has happened in the past. How many people... So I wish I, I knew know. how many people were actually here. It's a pretty small group, from what I hear. I mean, because he did Skeleton Crew the Bitch down to 25 after Infinite came mm-hmm. out. Uh, but then right. they started bolstering their numbers again randomly. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And it, for whatever reason, will not let me, again, a uh, second time on this website, allow me to put in um, information on, like, it, it basically won't let me into the um, site. It, it just keeps loading, uh, please enter your date of birth, and then I hit confirm and nothing happens. 
That's exciting. Yeah, not great. Uh, so moving right. Along. You have to be a specific age. Yeah, you have to crack the code if you guys. You crack have to be it. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, if you crack the code, let us know. Um, All right. So um, yeah, Sony had a state of play. I believe this was on like the tenth. Um, that sounds Sorry. right. Yeah. Um, and they showed off quite a bit of stuff. We're gonna kind of you know scrub through the video to to kind of see what we're talking about here, but. Uh, um, pretty much the main like announcements and stuff like that. Uh, Untitled Goose Game is coming to PS4 on December seventeenth. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that that, that one's that one's a pretty cool one. Um, and then I think they talked about Untitled Goose Game at the Game Awards as well. They did, yeah. Yeah. Um, so pretty powerful uh, game. Yeah, I, I still say it's probably something to play on the Switch, but yeah. I'm just, you know, fucking nerd over here talking about video games on a podcast. Yep. All so right. yeah, after that, uh, they showed Spellbreaker, which um, is a... Yeah, it, yeah, like, um, I think you were going to say, of course, it's, uh, um, you know, just like a, is it, a, I don't think it's a battle royale, I think it's just a, uh, like, multiplayer, um, where you play yeah, like a wizard of... or, uh, you know, a witch or a warlock. And, uh, you know, you have... Right, it's like a abilities. mix of a Battle Royale and a MOBA, sort of. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we see a lot of people, like, running around having different powers. Like, one, I just saw one rewind time. One of them, mm-hmm. fire, ice. Um, you know, tons of different, uh, like, abilities there that all look pretty right. cool. Right. Um, this one, you can, I think, get into playing the beta of it now. Um yeah. Go over to their website uh, or go to their social media and find the link for their Discord. Um, and then you can, of course, sign up. They, uh, I think they release um, keys for that uh, weekly. So you can get in there and try it out. It's one of those ones that I've had access to and just haven't been bothered to really check it out. Same. Yeah. I have kind of a bad... I get a bad taste in my mouth from a lot of like beta games of this style that I think I would like if I played them when they actually are done. But then when they're when it's too early, I'm just not into it. So yeah. know, I'll, I'll wait to see a little more on this, I think, before I dig in. All right, fair enough. I, I, might, I might check it out. Um, but who knows? <laughs> Depends on yeah. who I'm playing it with. Um, yeah. But we did get a release date of February 14th, 2020 for Media Molecule's uh, official release of Dreams. Yeah. Fantastic. So I am. Um, uh, I'm. Did they? Did they just um, kind of explain what the full release means? Like what the what the difference is? No, I don't believe so. No, mm. they just kind of showed some. I didn't think so. Some different games being played. Um, I think I'm going to buy this and uh, start creating some content for it. Honestly, um, mm-hmm. I've been wanting to. Um, I've been wanting to do that. Looking for something to dig into and. Um, yeah, I think this one might be it. And it's good. It, it's a good way to get people who have an interest in, um, like, design into, you know, into yeah. that world. Um, yeah. This, for a lot of people, could be, like... This could be me, their, like, it was, Unity Becomes Furry moment. Yeah, th- this was, like... For, for me, it was the Unreal development thing, when that was mm-hmm. a thing. Um, this yeah. can be some people's Unreal Development Kit. Right. Um, you know, because, and even at that, it's a lot more user-friendly. Mm-hmm. 
So that's, uh, you know, that's awesome. God, I love the fat Godzilla. The fat Godzilla, and then it, like, pans back and shows, like, the uh, news report. The like, we're tracking from it from the yeah. chopper. Yeah, it's so good. Really good. Yeah. Um, but if you don't know what Dreams is, it's basically um, whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Whatever you feel like making, whatever you feel like... It's really doing. a it's a creative engine yeah. more than it is a game. That has been made user-friendly right. for a controller on the PlayStation 4. Um, this is going to be around a while. This will be branching, of course. Haven't announced it. I can 100% guarantee this will be branching to PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, so up next after that, they talked about uh, Super Liminal. Uh, um, very weird game. Uh, if you like... Um, it's kind of like brain teasers and puzzles and it's like optical illusions uh would be probably the biggest thing that like in the very beginning there's a playstation 4 controller sitting on a pedestal and the guy walks up to it picks it up and backs up and when he drops it it's much bigger Mm. and then when he backs up and like you know kind of like puts it like not it's weird it's hard to explain so like when you pick something up what is behind the object on the crosshair is where it'll mm-hmm. fall. So if there's a pedestal and you like drop an object on the pedestal, you know, on the um, like with the pedestal at the background, it'll fall and it could be bigger. And then if you pick it up right. and put it off of the pedestal on the wall behind it and drop it, it could be massive and just like crash into the room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of like weird painting. It's this game is hard to explain. Um, yeah, it's like very um, abstract. Yeah, it's like setting things up to make them look like they exist, and then once they appear to exist, they do. Yeah, yeah. Like um, one instance, there's painting on the wall, kind of like it reminds me of how you would put together the Joker or the Riddler's uh, uh, like question marks in the Batman Arkham games, mm-hmm. where you'd have to like there was like a painting, and part of it's on the building, and part of it's on the wall, and you have to get up kind of right. high. And, like match right, it up right. if you do that and you match up the pieces of a cube a cube falls into reality and then now you can cool. use the cube um this, yeah super interesting um abstract game to check out um looks like they're just playing around with physics and seeing you know like what happens so yeah um what well, it's definitely one to you know just check out it's probably one of the most interesting um games i think on this list um up next was Paper Beasts. Uh, I have no idea what this game was. Um, no. It just looks like a uh, like an origami world. Um, it, it, yeah, it says explore a, a living world in a VR ecosystem. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I can't tell if it's you're actually controlling something, um, and, and like you're, or, or you're just kind of witnessing changes that you've made. Um, you know, to the world or whatever. So I, I'm, I'm not 100% on what this is. They didn't do a great job of explaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you can, like, manipulate things and, like, move people and, or, uh, like, the wildlife, the, like, paper wildlife. Um, but I, I don't know what the, the goal is. Um, yeah. So... I don't know. I think it's just going to be one of those things that just ends up looking really cool. It's like a sandbox editor as well. Like, yeah. you can play around with, like, the terrain and fluids. And, um, 
That was probably the most impressive thing. They were showing like wildlife trying to climb a hill, and the guy was like taking balls of um, like sand and dropping it in their way, uh, or running water down the hill to make them slip and fall. Like, but again, I don't understand. And you can rip them apart too. So, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know what the point is. I don't like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, they talked a little bit about Kingdom Hearts 3 Reminded, the DLC. Um, yeah. This is pretty exciting for some people. Uh, I, I imagine. For one person, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't it's know like what it's about. A year about. late is way too late for me. <clears throat> like, the first DLC came out after a year. Yeah, I wonder why it's so long. Is it, is it massive? That's, I have no idea. Um, I think it's just like what would normally be in like a final mix version or whatever. Yeah. But it's like if this shit ain't standalone, I'm not going to buy Kingdom Hearts three again. I can tell you that shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't even know how you would like load it because I've never played DLC for these games before because the previous ones were all on PS two. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't like, especially if you had to play through the game to a certain point and then launch the mission from within the game, there is zero chance I'm ever playing this again. You know? Yeah. So, like, if it's not a, a launchable, separate, like, DLC mode, it's not happening. Definitely. I was disappointed by Kingdom Hearts 3 overall, I think. Uh, I, yeah, I agree. I, um, I think it suffered from, like, fond memories and then it just not being able to live up to it. What fantastic. It, it, it looked they, good. The fact that they had ten, like, over ten years to work on it, like a, a full console generation in between, and we got, we got and we got Kingdom Hearts two is really not good. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So um, that's whatever. I mean, the story might have been good, but to be honest, I do not remember what it was. That uh, that was probably the most difficult thing about it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they did announce this is coming out January twenty third, twenty twenty. Right. Um. Next up is. Uh, the uh, Predator's Hunting Ground. They announced it's coming out April 24th, 2020. Um, yeah, this is the game where you play as... <clears throat> it's play basically Friday the 13th, but with um, army guys right. and Predator. Right. Um, you can kind of, like, uh, customize your characters and your, um, your Predator on, you know, like, what kind of hunter you want to be. Mm. Um... I mean, it doesn't look terrible. Like, I would play it if they, uh, you know, dropped, like, a free weekend or something. You know, just like, hey, come and check this out. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know. Um, I think it might have more of an interest in Kingdom Hearts, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, that's something. Um, this is, again, something that could be really cool, but I just feel like the time for it has passed. And it's done by Alphonic, who um, had a hand in Friday the Thirteenth. So yeah, that's cool. So I'm I'm glad they can. They know what they're doing at least. Continue on. They know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, up next with uh, they did not. Here's the here's out. the run of good shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Babylon's Fall. I didn't check into this too much. Of course, developed by Platinum though. Um, right. That's I, all I need to hear. I, I Platinum for me is like I'm not a huge fan. There's something that I don't like about their games. Yeah, and I don't know what it is, and that bothers me. No, you're right. They, there's definitely some weirdness about it, but it like 
being from platinum means I can keep an eye on it, basically. Sure. Um, I mean, did you look into anything about this, or you kind of in the dark with it, like I am? Oh, I'm in the dark. Yeah, I know it's like medieval, and it doesn't have a unique thing. It's basically like Devil May Cry set in a medieval okay. setting. Okay. It, so I know people are kind of complaining yeah. that there's not really any additional new stuff other than the setting. They, it, to me, it reminds me of like um, like Absolver. Yeah, it has like of. a look and feel of like Absolver, where it's not like there's a ton yeah. of enemies on screen, like in like Devil May Cry or anything. It's more like one on one, or you know, like one on two or three. Yeah, one yeah. on two or three. It's not like a massive amount. Um, boss fights kind of are. Uh, I mean, kind of souls like I don't know, pretty big uh, enemies. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's Babylon's fall. Uh, and then some of the bigger, of course, announcements. Um, kind of closer to the end, they showed off a pretty big trailer, um, showing off the timelines as uh, you know, showing times because uh, the setting of this game actually happened um, before and after. Uh, Resident Evil 2, but it was the official announcement of Resident Evil 3. Yeah. yeah. And it, well, so Resident Evil 3 has Project Resistance attached. From what I understood from watching this, yes. Right, that's what I've heard. Um, so that's kind of an interesting move. It's yeah. like, hey, let's we'll give you what you want, and then we'll bundle in something that might be interesting too. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of like that about it. Um, because mm-hmm. Project Resistance is something that I was interested in, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to, you know, drop like a full like 60 bucks on it right um because i know their last couple things like what was the one uh what was the one where you had like the the umbrella squad that you play as oh yeah yeah that was um that was like widely hated god damn it what was that called you know what i'm talking about yeah i know yeah we all know what you're talking about it was Um, project something i think um they had uh and before that they had um Resident Evil Outbreak 1 and 2, which was a multiplayer, yeah. it was like a four-player co-op experience uh, yeah. in a very similar manner, but it seems like they have this a little more dialed in, um, you know, taking cues from things like uh, like Dead by Daylight or uh, mm-hmm. Friday the 13th. Um, but I think some of the bigger things that they showed, um, uh, of course, aside from confirming, is uh, just the character model for Jill. Mm-hmm. Looks phenomenal. Um, just the character models in general uh, all look really well done. Uh, the <clears throat> the like mocap looks like it's been done pretty well uh, and all very believable. The world looks dirty, just as dirty as it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're really putting that Resident Evil engine uh, to the test to see what they can um, yeah. get out of it. And I, I fucking love that. Um and there was a few cool pieces, like one where Jill was looking down at a sink, and then she looks up in the mirror, and it like does this like snap to like black and white, and then back to color, and then black and white, and then color, um, mm. where she's a zombie, and it just keeps like snapping back and forth. So I story wise, I don't know if they're gonna enhance the game, <laughs> make right. some changes. Um, I mean, did they do, make <clears throat> significant changes in two? Not really. Uh, I think Mister yeah. X. He was the change. Mr. X. Um, and uh, at the very end of the little trailer, they showed off uh, some work. Um, I don't know if this work is on uh, Mr. X changing him into something else uh, mm. or otherwise, but it straight up showed 
the Nemesis. Yeah, um, Mr. Big Dick himself. Uh, yeah, pre, I said pre-order today, and you get the um, old school outfits for the characters, nice. which is really cool. That's cool. Um, I like uh, like Tomb Raider did that a lot, where they would have not only the old school outfit, but they would have literally the old like blocky model. They yeah, need to play as. that's model. funny. Yeah, they need to put that in. Um, at the very end as well, they were like, "Hey, if you." Um, you know, if you were interested, yeah, right here it is. It did say it, it includes the multiplayer experience, Project Resistance. Um, mm. So, yeah, go check out that trailer for sure for Resident Evil 3. Um, that was probably the heavy hitter of this show. Um, the next one being uh, big, but they didn't show enough of it. Um, they did a teaser uh, for uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Mm. saying basically at the end hey watch the game awards you'll see more right um and we saw more this game's beautiful it's like a four minute trailer too it's a long one yeah Yeah. um so this seems to be the next big thing that sony's leaning on even though like i think they've been a lot more quiet about it than they typically are with their big projects um but maybe that maybe this event is the turnaround for that right could be um so I guess we'll get into it more when we hit the uh, video game awards, but it's just kind of a cool, yeah, you know, samurai battle. Yeah, it was a small little samurai fight, and then, or no, was it even a battle? I think he just pointed his sword, and then it said like tune in, and it showed him with well, like, he... one of those Ronin masks. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know which order I saw these trailers on. Yeah, yeah, it so, did. It, he, he I can't throws, remember which was which. He throws a smoke bomb, and then it says to be continued. Watch the game okay. awards. Um, so uh, that pretty much wraps up the state of play. Um, you had about 20 minutes of goodness going on. So, mm. uh, you know, not bad. Not bad at all. Um, yeah. And then we had uh, the Nintendo Indie Games Showcase. Um, yeah, so we're not going to go through the, the video again for this because Nintendo's, I think they're a little weird about it. They, uh, they go a little too fast to really get a good taste of what's going on. Sure. But um, the ones we're looking at here, we'll just go through the list basically. Axiom Verge 2. Obviously, if you played Axiom Verge, you're going to be excited for that on Switch in fall of 2020. Bacon Switch, uh, four players work together and brawl together to bake dough uh, coming summer 2020. And then Boyfriend Dungeon, that's a good one. You know I'm going to be playing that. Uh-huh. A dating, dating sim dungeon crawler. <laughs> Love that. All right. Um, yeah, Dauntless is coming to Switch. We knew about that already, so that's, yep. that's actually available. Uh, it's already launched. That might be a really good place for us to play, actually. Yeah. Um, do some grinding on your own under portable mode and then put it up on the big screen to play with your friends. That's yeah. dope. Uh, Dreamscaper, uh, a timed exclusive hitting in early 2020. It combines brawling, top-down shooting, and dungeon crawling. Uh, unfortunately, no dating sim. Uh, Gleamlight. Um, Gleamlight is a game from the developers of Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Hit Switch early 2020. Liberated, part cyberpunk, part graphic novel, a side-scrolling stealth platformer that will be a timed exclusive in 2020. I'm excited for that one. Mm -hmm. Murder by Numbers, timed exclusive in early 2020. Players are put on the case to solve a conspiracy, murder, and deception. That sounds good. From uh, the music, the composer behind uh, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Oddworld Stranger's Wrath. Not much more to say. It's coming out on Switch in January. Gyroscopic Gaming. uh, Sailforth. A procedurally generated high seas quest for loot. No date on that one. Skatebird. Already talked about that. Late 2020 on Switch, so that's going to be really late. Skatebird. Uh, I feel like. Um, sports Story, which is the follow-up to Golf Story, that will have additional sports. The first one they showed off was tennis. 
Uh, I remember Golf Story was really big. It's like an RPG <clears throat> golfing game, golfing. which is really cool. Yeah, I've heard. I've had people recommend that to me because they're like, "Oh, you don't have to like sports. It's the golf, the uh, the RPG is the good part." Right, right. And I'm like, I, I, Damn, I, I like. I've heard really good stuff about it. So it's one that I've had on my wish list. I've kind of been watching. Yeah. So this might be the thing that makes me pick it up. Um, Super Mash, a magical game taking a brother and sister on an adventure that unfolds through different game genres coming well, out next May. Hold on, we, we need to hold up because you did skip Streets of Rage 4. Oh, I did skip one. Whoops. Because that, that Street one's important. of Rage 4. It's all just Probably from one of the highest Elf. ones. Yeah. <laughs> so that's coming in early uh, to the halfway point of the you know, first half of 2020 on Switch. Oh. Uh, Super Mash coming out next May. That's one I just mentioned. Uh, survivalists. Up to four players working together to build and survive. Set within the Escapist universe. No date. Talos Principle Deluxe Edition, uh, which came out that day. So that's that's already available on the Switch. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the, like... What was that? The follow-up to... Something? The follow-up to... The Talos uh, Principle? Yeah. Yeah, wasn't that the follow-up to, like... Um... God damn it, what is it? It's one of those, like... It's a little, like, it's like... parallelogram games. It's from Jonathan Blow, right? Uh, I'm, I'm... I'm too old for this. I'm looking it up. Yeah, I'm looking it up, too. Taylor's Principle was from... <clears throat> Crow Team, which made... Oh, that's the Croatian studio. Okay, this is not the game I was thinking of. So, that'd be cool. I don't know why I uh, thought this was, like, the cool. game that... I thought it was something else, yeah. Published by Digital Devolver, who can do no wrong. Yeah, I love Devolver. God damn it. Whew. So yeah, this, I was thinking of Did I say Digital Devolver? Yeah. God, I'm drunk. That's a cool name. That's what I'm going to name my studio. Yeah. Digital Devolver. And then we're going to be in the parking lot across from them at E3. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a good idea. Um, That'd be fun. Yeah. So then that, uh, that was the Nintendo Indie Showcase. Just kind of, I think, as always, like, the key here is to look at the stuff that you didn't know was coming. Right. Because that's kind of the point of these, I think. Like, the, the cool little stuff is the stuff to keep an eye on. Definitely. Um, so that leads us into Mr. Uh, Keeley's Big Video Game Awards. Yeah, it leads us into the the big chunk, um, which is, you know, the Video Game Awards. Um, yeah. We had to kind so of separate gonna... this. So I took a right. small second there. We're good. We can keep on going. Um, okay. We don't need to, you know, drop cool. out or anything. Uh, so, so I just, yeah, we have a mix of, um, we're going to kind of hit it in the order that it happened. Uh, we do have the awards, mm-hmm. so we're going to call out some of the awards that we think are really cool. Um, we are not going to do the 17 different awards for best esports player, best content creator, well, I, best team I, league worker. I think we can just mention it, mention the name. It's right there. We're not doing a video for it or whatever. We can just kind of go, hey, and the best, you know, community support goes to and the best esport. Right. So uh, we, we have a, we have a couple a here and there, but um, ooh, the best uh, gamer moment where the N word was spoken, but the person did not get banned goes to... <laughs> I don't know There's anyone's name, so I can't make it up. Oh, that, I mean, anybody. Uh, uh, PewDiePie did that. Um, Ninja. Ninja Police is all I can say to that. Ninja. Remember when, remember when white people were trying to say ninja to each other a lot? Yeah, remember that? That was weird. That was, like, on the edge of disaster. That was, like, what was that, like, 2011? That was, like, 2010, yeah. Yeah. It was, like, it was like um, right at the very end of my high school, it was starting to become popular, and I was like, folks... <laughs> this ain't gonna work that's a whoopsie oh good stuff all right so 
We'll go ahead and jump into the Game Awards. It was chock full of stuff that were both good and um, maybe even cringeworthy. Um, oh, yeah. There's some good cringes, though. But that's mostly because it was three fucking hours long. So we're going to try right. to cram this thing into, uh, you know, like 40 minutes, 40 maybe. Talk about mm-hmm. what we think. Um, so we'll start at the top. The pre-show was... Um, it was okay. They had some people on stage. Um the host, okay. she did a great job. Um, I, honestly, I don't remember anyone's name except Jeff Keighley. Um, so I, I do apologize for that. Um, but uh, to kick it off, she did uh, announce the best community support uh, game. And that actually went to Bungie for Destiny 2. Very surprising yeah. to me. I you was know, like, I kind of see it, though, because like they were able to, in one game, you know, during the life of one game, I should say, they were able to split off of their publisher relaunch the game in their own way they released what two major dlc packs for it this year like expansion packs i would say Um, but community support though yeah i mean i I think that's the best story of an ongoing game oh definitely i I don't know if it yeah i don't know what i I guess i don't know if i play enough games to really even know what community support is i was like i was like (laughs) these people understand that like Fortnite literally shut down their game for 24 hours so they could fully remake their whole game. Mm. It, it was a fucking brand new game. And I don't even mm. understand how that didn't win. And I'm not even a huge fan of like the Fortnite like multiplayer stuff. Right. Like, uh, honestly, between all of them, like all out of all these games, I think I like Apex Legends the most. But Yeah, I think that's the main the main trouble with this category is that best community support is actually you know, game that I still like playing is right. like that's the real answer. So, and that's not I don't, true. You know what I mean? You know, you know what I mean? It's not. That's not what we're looking at here. Well, I mean, I guess it is for the people that voted for it, right? I guess, but like, is would it ever actually be the really the game that it actually really was the best community support? Because really, the best community support is probably some game that has like a hundred concurrent players. You know? Yeah, yeah, because they're hammering out some good stuff. But out of these, yeah, and just like, nobody's ever heard of it. I was like, Fortnite just straight up closed it down, created new models. Literally, J.J. Abrams was in it the night after. <laughs> he was in Fortnite. Is that? I don't even know what. Just as himself. He, he didn't even have any powers. He was just himself. No, he just wandered around like <laughs> fucking John Travolta. Right. Um, but yeah, that was a weird one. Um, they mm. continued on uh, with world premiere. Um, world premiere. Where uh, Nintendo came <laughs> straight out swinging with Ultimate Alliance 3 Rise of the Phoenix DLC. Yeah. Um, introducing Gambit, Cable, Iceman, and Phoenix herself. Um, That's pretty Which cool. seems unfair. Because Phoenix could just destroy everything. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, hey, you can play as, um, you know... Thanos uh, and you get the fight- staff. Yeah, <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, like, fighter pilot, um, you know, U.S. Marine, or uh, physical manifestation of the god Shiva, uh, the, like, Lord of Death. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> or you play uh, the <laughs> meteorite that destroyed the fucking Earth. Right, the meteorite that destroyed the dinosaurs. It's like, okay, cool. So you can play as a velociraptor, a T-Rex, or the meteor that destroyed the dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) Which they did did that in Fortnite. (laughs) Basically, yeah. Okay, best community support, Fortnite. It's been reassigned. It's Fortnite, yeah. Um, But yeah, this is pretty big. I like that they're still messing around with Ultimate Alliance. It looks like they're throwing in some new modes and everything, too. 
Um, mm. Fantastic game. I can't recommend that one enough on the Switch. That's for me. That one's I think a must own. Um, I, I liked it oh, yeah? a whole lot. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I know a lot of people were disappointed in Ultimate Alliance three, but the disappointment was that it was Ultimate Alliance two again, right. which is like, I, I mean, isn't wasn't that the goal? Yeah, I was like, I know what we're getting here. Yeah, I think Ultimate Alliance 3 was very comparable to The Outer Worlds in that it's like, this is exactly that other game. We just did it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's interesting that one got a ton of praise and one got some backlash. Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting on the characters they picked too. Um, mm. Iceman, I think he needed to be in there. He was a classic. He was a staple from X-Men Legends. Right. Um, and if you did a double jump and then hit the... Um, if you did a double jump, he would slide on his ice. Love it. Which was really cool. Um, Gambit, I think he was very much uh, needed. And Phoenix, I don't know if she should have been in the game uh, as much as like maybe the enemy. And they should have mm-hmm. picked some other people who had to fight, you know, curb that. But this yep. does bring up something very fun. Uh, now you can have Deadpool and Cable in the same game. And on the same yeah. game. Uh, so that's, that's fun. Yeah. Um, so uh, after that, we ended up getting uh, best score in music. Yeah, was it surprising so, who won? Uh, I don't know. I think that's probably the right the right guess. Okay. Uh, went to Death Stranding, obviously. Uh, really, they should just have given the award to uh, Low Roar. Yeah, the band that that did everything. Into. Yeah. yeah, he just he's like, I'll bring it over to your house on Thursday. Yeah, really. You guys want this on like the fireplace, or I don't. I have like six of these. I'm kind of. <laughs> he like te- he was testing them out, sending them to me. Hey, what yeah. do you think about the weight? Um, I don't need this one. Um, That's funny. After that, they talked about uh, the <coughs> the tripwire game uh, that we've all been waiting for. Hell yeah! Fucking man eater. Man eater. God damn it! This looks so fun. Um, you can you play, play as my ex-wife. Yeah. Uh, there it is. You can uh, you can download kind of a mobile version of this. Not done by the same people. It's completely unaffiliated. But there is a mobile version of this game where you play as a shark. And the shark just oh, yeah, eats yeah. and destroys shit. Yeah, this um, was like an old... Uh, it was big on like um, Addicting Games or something. It was big on what? Uh, like AddictingGames.com. Like this old oh, okay. like yeah, shark based like mini game basically yeah yeah um this one is set to uh come out may 22nd mm. so you know we're all gonna be playing after cyberpunk um cyberpunk we're gonna keep playing cyberpunk is what we're gonna be playing after that but then yeah. we'll remember we had this in our backlog and we'll go play it um yep. but yeah i mean it is exactly what it sounds like uh you are a shark you start as a small shark and you eat your way up to be a bigger shark killing and you know, just devouring entire beaches, boats, and uh, even aircrafts. Um, so, uh, pretty wild. Like, I, yeah, we, we, I think we, every time we talk about this game, we're like, this is, this is rad. So, yeah, I like what it's doing. For sure, for sure. Um, go to, go check out that trailer, the, the Game Awards trailer. It's, it's, has some comedy in it. They're not taking themselves seriously. Um, and it is an RPG where you're a shark. What more does there to say, really? Yeah, you don't need anything else. Um, the next one's all you. I know. Oh man, this is this are. is absolutely all me. Yeah. So, we're looking at the possibly the Civ killer, although oh I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh-huh. But uh, humankind, which is 
Yeah, it's basically a civilization-style game. You are starting from, you know, the Stone Age um, cave tribes, basically, yeah. and you are eventually, like, settling and expanding in, like, a hex-based map, turn-based, um, you know, running into other civilizations and kind of advancing through time as, you know, at your own pace as you kind of find new inventions and do new things that kind of change how your world works mm -hmm. but i just love the look of the map on this with like the really dense buildings and everything yes because yeah. civ has always been known for like condensing some complex shit down to really obvious like <laughs> like one building with like walls around it <laughs> exactly yeah so this is really expanding that idea out and as well you play a leader that you get to like yeah. fully decide who it is so you're making yeah, that's your a, own story. that's a new idea yeah, it's not something where you're like, I'm playing as, like, Cleopatra or whatever. You know, like, mm -hmm. like we've done in the past with something like Civ. Um, right. Yeah, you get to create the character. And uh, we were talking a little bit earlier. Like, it would be really cool if they implemented, like, okay, your character was overthrown by, you know. Another ruler, another and then you, ruler. like, build that ruler. Right, yeah. right. That would be sick. You know, that, you know, your guy ended up dying. And his, you know, son took over. Now go ahead and create what his right. son looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what, what yeah, 2020. We don't know for sure when yet, but looking really cool. Definitely. Right. Definitely. Um, and then I believe they capped it off. This one was kind of interesting. The uh, lady who was doing the uh, pre-show, she's like, they didn't even tell me what this one was. She's like, yeah. I'm in the dark just like you, so here's a world premiere. And... The world premiere was a little weird. It showed like a uh, like kid on a bike, and he's like, uh, you know, cycling, and he sees something like a like an asteroid hit or something, and it's really done in like a VHS style. Mm -hmm. um, and he makes a connection with this little bean that landed there. He shows him in their treehouse, and the little bean's like, "I love you," whatever the kid's name is. And ET moment where he blasted off, and then it's like twenty years later. Um, you know the being comes back and he's like the being comes back like holy shit like is that you and he's like yeah and we're here to just wreck everything Damn. and you're like what and yeah it just <laughs> like just starts laying waste to people just snapping them out of existence and blowing up buildings and stuff and it's like oh Jesus shit it's wild yeah and uh what was it it was goddamn uh superhero was the name of that game and then it like uh -huh. cracks and you see travis touchdown from yep. No More Heroes. And he's like... God, it looks so fucking crazy. He's like, what's up, that. bitches? And it's like, No More Heroes 3. And it, it's completely Jesus wild, Christ. off the wall, typical No More Heroes bullshit. And just said, coming 2020. Um, that one was kind of exciting. Uh, I kind of hate the... Uh, and yeah, I, I don't like the way that the actual game plays, but the like vibe around it and everything they show off is so cool. It's super rad, yeah. And yeah. even the character, the main character, Travis Touchdown, what, you couldn't name him John Johnson? Like, yeah. that's the most generic bullshit name I've ever heard in my whole life. Mr. Dude. Yeah. Um, it just... Ugh, terrible. Um, but... This could be could be fun. Grasshopper uh, manufacturer, of course. Um, they've been doing this since the beginning. Still, mm -hmm. you know, helping uh, helping this along. So, good stuff. Then we got into uh, well, we they were like, "Wow, that's crazy! I can't believe we just saw that!" And like, my mind's blown. Um, and then they were like, "Well, let's go ahead and talk about 
you know, some other awards. They start running them down. They're like, best fighting game ended up going to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, obviously. Um, yeah. And there was a weird spot that said best narrative went to Disco Elysium. Yeah. Um, and after that, they're like, they also won best RPG. And I was like, huh. Uh, well, Disco Elysium ultimately ended up winning four awards. Yeah, yeah. So there's like two other minor awards, I guess they did like off air that um, they gave them. Yeah, it, one of them was best RPG. Yeah, so... Um, I don't remember what the other one was. That, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess they they won the most total awards of any game. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Um, so, like, huge underdog story right there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's their first game from the studio. It's like, they're they're from... Uh, what did I say earlier? They're from, like, Estonia, Estonia or something? Yeah. Like, literally in the middle of fucking nowhere? That's rad. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like to see that, you know, not a big studio... It, you know, they worked on something that they really thought was cool. Um, yeah. And, you know, could tell the story that they wanted to tell or otherwise. Um, and they're getting praised for it. So yeah. um, that is a fuck yeah moment. Uh, actually, right before that, we missed it. They had a trailer for yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, you know, kind of something that we expect. I imagine this will probably be the last thing we see for Final Fantasy for a while. Um, maybe even until release. They might release one trailer like right before. Um, mm. But I think it'll ultimately be um, a compilation. We've got a lot of info on this game at this point. The only thing that we're really missing is how are the installments working. Um, and that's not something that they have to tell us now. Mm. So, um, yeah, it continues to look good. I mean, what do you think? Where, where, where are you landing on this game? I'm excited. Um, again, like I, I wasn't super into the original just because it was like insanely hard to play. And like what this came out in like 1997, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was uh, five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This would have been yeah. So I, little advance for me. I was I was like even a little young when this came out. I think I played it um, a couple years later. Um, yeah. And I still have that copy, which is kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, it is a shit copy though. Um, yeah, you know, I, being you know, of course, a kid like all the books ended up lost, being shuffled around to like different friends or whatever, like because that's how you know with friends video games work. Like, oh hey, I just got this new game. Oh cool, I have this game. Have you played it? No. Okay, let's swap for a week. Um, yeah, yeah, and it, you know, things come back in uh, not the best shape, and that's how I didn't get to play Final Fantasy Ten uh, Two. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I'm not better. Uh, but this looks cool. It's coming out. Um, uh, was it March 3rd? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's early next year. Um, yep. So, uh, pretty cool. Uh, this one will be, you know, one of the games that I think a lot of people are playing um, leading up to Cyberpunk. Um, and then just before fucking Cyberpunk, uh, of course, we already talked about Resident Evil. That's mm -hmm. when Resident Evil 3 is coming out. So that block right there of like um, March, April, I would even say May is yeah. pretty Into brutal. May. Um, I don't know if I'm, I don't know. There's so much. I can't even determine what I'm going to be buying and playing. Um, yeah. But uh, again, after this, they talked about the best fighting game, best narrative that we already ran down, which is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Disco Elysium. And then they got into the actual show. Um or maybe No More Heroes was the end of the pre-show. I can't remember. But either way, during the actual show, real early on, they came out 
uh, heavy. Um, and they were showing off um, what what was it? Project Scorpio? Mm. Technically was. It was. Was. Um, because yeah. they dropped the name. Um, so they dropped the Xbox Series X. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Pretty wild. And you wrote down some pretty um, deep information here about it. Yeah, so they did release some, like, specs. And, like, the article that says, hey, here's the, the specifications of the Xbox Series X console. It was, like, a like a, a full article where the only two paragraphs actually talk about the specs. And Never were, useful, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, from a technical standpoint, um, it's going to be running 4K at 60 frames per second. So... Uh, you know, it could possibly run up to 120 frames per second this, on simpler graphical stuff. Yeah, this thing's going to be running like. I mean, it's like a PC, basically. Yeah, it's going to be running like 280. I doubt it'll be running full 4K native. Um, you know, I imagine it'll be right along. I don't know. If, do you think it'll be running full 4K? Oh yeah, that's not hard anymore. I mean, like a standard yeah. graphics card can pull standard 4K at this point. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I don't know. I. They say now things are running 4K, and it's like in reality they're running like, like two, like what is it, like 2800 or something? It's it's 320 by 2800. That's 4K. Is it? Yeah. Huh. But uh, damned. It, it, they, they're saying it has a variable refresh rate, so that's where it, it had kind of has rubber banding between 60 and 120. Mm-hmm. Um, 8K capability, so that's probably going to be a better version of the console in the future right they'll be like the pro version that comes out in like six years we'll be able to do 8k <laughs> sure there's really no reason to do, do 8k, 8K. like yeah. it doesn't get your eye can't pick up much better than 4k anyways but um We're yeah they're talking about how it has you know a customized uh processor uh it's zen 2 so it's uh amd based mm-hmm. um Hardware accelerated ray tracing and a new level of performance never before seen in a console. Additionally, our patented variable rate shading technology will allow developers to get even more out of the GPU and our next-gen SSD, which will virtually eliminate load times and bring players into gaming worlds faster than ever before. We're minimizing latency by leveraging technologies such as auto low latency mode and giving developers new functionality like dynamic latency input to make Xbox Series X the most responsive console ever. So basically, it's able to... On the stuff where latency is going to be easy, mm-hmm. it can start preloading when latency is going to be hard, right? <clears throat> right, right. So it's, it's able to just start caching shit ahead of time, and it's able to, you know, the way that graphics cards are now, it, like, RAM is becoming much less important because there's an additional RAM stick on the graphics card, basically. Right. Um, so, you know, they're, they're continuing to kind of talk about the integration between um, the console and the PCs. This looks more like a PC. Yeah, it, they're really trying to blur that line. Right. Um, I say just go for it and just make it a make it customized PC. PC. Yeah. Right. Right. And, I mean, it's that, like, hey, you typically use this in console mode, but if you click this button, now it's your PC as well. I mean, what's like, I mean, what's the difference aside from like you can go online, you can you know you can yeah. surf the web, you can um, you know go to like you can download apps and you can do pretty much everything a PC can do aside from. You know, access like fucking like Word or something. Yeah, so you just put Word on it. Right, put Word and on you're it. You're there. And we're good. <laughs> you made it. Um, yeah, it is really blurring that line, and it does look like it's going to be a cool console. Mm. Um, they ended up showing uh, the Xbox Series X exclusive game 
think it was the only game that they showed for the Xbox Series X. Um, Hellblade 2, uh, Senua's Saga. Um, yeah. This was a really, really cool presentation. Um, all of mm-hmm. it running natively in-engine. Um, we know what uh, these guys are capable of. You know, we've, yeah. we're, we're, we're fully aware. Um, and it's it's just a very powerful presentation with um, you know different elements and fire and um, like motion capture. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's very very well done. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely go check that one out. It'll I think they, this is a launch title for the Series X. I, I don't know if that I don't know if we got confirmation on it. We just yeah, I know it's an exclusive. Yeah, it but says. I it think says, it is meant to be a launch title. It says 2020. It's coming. The system's coming out uh, holiday 2020. So yeah, like November make, or something. Probably. Even if it isn't a straight launch title, it'll be like a couple weeks after. Right. Um. But uh, yeah, this is very. Yeah, I don't know if it's picking up exactly where the last game left off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it, it's very cool looking. Um, go check out that trailer for Hellblade too, for sure. Um, yeah. And uh, after that, I mean, that was a good way to, I think, um, start the show. You know, something powerful. Uh, and the Xbox One X, or the Xbox Series X, which right there, that naming convention is already a problem. Um, already, you know, it's it, it it's powerful. It looks like it's going to be a powerful system. And, uh, you know, it's going to draw a lot of people. And then Hellblade being the next thing, it was a great way to just kind of... Uh, get uh, like the hype just around the Game Awards show up. Yeah. Um, so the pacing was already going really well. Um, up next, they did show off um, uh, Mortal Kombat 11. It was a Joker teaser trailer. Joker looked weird. Harley Quinn looked cool. Are we getting Harley Quinn in there? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the Joker, uh, like, Joker's really hard to do in a realistic look because he's just like a dude. Right. So, like, everybody else has, like, eight arms, and they're, like, fucking nine feet tall, and they have, like, lasers shooting out of their nipples and shit. Yeah. And he's just, like, a weird guy. You with the cane and... Yeah. Um, face paint. Yeah, face paint. It like, kind of looks like they went with Heath Ledger's Joker's design, but with, um, like, I don't know, maybe, like, the Joker on Gotham or something, the TV show. I don't really know where they were going, but I just really don't like the design at all. Harley Quinn looks great. Yeah, she looks fine. Uh, she looks typical, actually. Yeah. Um, but As yeah, you would expect, basically. <clears throat> they had a lot of ways to go, but I, I don't mind his design. Um, by the way, coming out January 28th. Um, 28th, okay. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. It just looks like a standard dude, but they didn't go um, like the Arkham Games Joker. They didn't go, um, you know, any of the, like, Batman related jokers mm. they just went with this generic bro <laughs> joker yeah. you know yeah um but i i think i think it's fine i mean it's probably not something i'm gonna get crazy into i might jump in and try it out right. but who knows um yeah. up next uh we switched gears after we had this palette cleanser of mortal Kombat to uh look at what I thought was something that wasn't going to be talked about, I believe that they were, PlayStation's like, we're not talking about PS5. Well, here's a PS5 exclusive. Yeah. Um, 
It was the Godfall reveal trailer coming out holiday 2020 as a launch title from Gearbox teaming up with PlayStation. Um, it was described as a solo and co-op game um, that is a, a loot slasher. Um, it has a... It has a pretty, I don't know, it It wasn't a mind-blowing, like, look at this game, you know, it wasn't anything um, too over the top. It kind of looked like a new IP that was very standard, to be honest. Mm. Um, and when I was watching it at first, before they revealed what it was, I was like, is this some, court, some sort of, like, Soul Calibur thing? Or after they showed uh, the characters, I was like, is this, like, maybe Warframe? Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't decipher it. And, yeah, then they were, like, you know, obviously fighting some sort of, like, big uh, malevolent evil. Um, like you do. Yeah. And uh, it showed three characters all outfitted a little different looking up at this this big pillar that had what looked to be water rotating mm-hmm. around it. And then this big, like, smoky, like, three-headed demon thing coming out of it um but yeah uh you can check that one out at godfall.com trailers are everywhere um it's also coming to pc so Mm -hmm. uh, of course it has to epic it's going to end up going to the epic game store console exclusive on uh ps5 PS, PS5. yeah or at least limited time exclusive we don't really know i guess right right um and then we uh you know, went forward, they mentioned best audio design, went to Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which was very fucking weird. Um, yeah. Best strategy game went to Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, and then uh, they started showing off a another Nintendo game. It was kind of interesting on what direction it was going. Um, it, they kept mentioning Octopath Traveler, and then they would swing back and they would talk um, a little bit about Bravely Default. Um, and what it ultimately ended up being was Bravely Default 2. Mm. Um, yeah, it's kind of definitely a surprise. I think I don't know if anybody knew that they were working on that. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, there were rumbles of people saying like, "I really hope they do Bravely Default 2, or you know, like, "I wonder what they're going to do after Octopath." Mm-hmm. Um, but they had a you know a great team that worked on Octopath and Bravely Default. After Bravely Default, they kind of bolstered a little bit. Um, yeah, and you know, got some like great people to continue to you know work with them and then of course make octopath um but yeah everything for me everything about octopath was great that was um it was up there for game of the year for me that year that it came out yeah um so you know that says something they really have that um it reminds me of like final fantasy like crystal chronicles characters Mm -hmm. Um, for uh, Bravely Default 2, and um, which kind of looks like the, yeah, I guess the first Bravely Default, but uh, yeah, they, they just said, you know, there at the end uh, that it's coming out 2020, didn't give a release date, but um, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I, was awesome. ex- I was excited about it. All right. Um, so we got a, I guess, a new announcement of what DLC or just an expansion pack basically for uh, Warframe Imperium. Yeah. Um, out now on PC, coming soon to consoles, and then very not soon, but eventually coming for Switch. Yes. Um, um, typically, Switch is their kind of left behind console on that, <laughs> just because making it work <laughs> visually, you know. Yeah, and of course, their uh, online capability is uh, right. lacking. Um, I would say, crack a lacking. But you know, uh, Warframe, those guys over at Digital Extremes continue. 
continue to support this title like mm. so heavily and it's it's kind of crazy um this was a launch title for ps4 yeah so it's like let that sink in for a minute it's pretty crazy honestly. here we are yeah uh we're going into the next generation and this game looks better than ever um yeah. even our very own uh grimothy allen uh he just he he goes back and he grinds on this game forever i think he just actually put it down uh like officially he's like i have to step away from this to play other stuff um yeah i've heard people say that this is uh this is still their like game they play more than anything else they're really cool yeah yeah exciting yeah they've done a great job supporting that it kind of reminds me of uh of uh some of the other games that are like They've just been able to like rebuild and like keep going. Final Fantasy. I know they did the like Realm Reborn thing. <laughs> yeah. Where they were it's... like, okay, this didn't work. We're back. We're coming back in a different way. Um, they did the same thing with like For Honor. Like came out kind yeah. of weak, and they were like, okay, we got to fix this. Fully rebuilt this game from the ground up. This game was did not look like this when I played this back originally. Right. Um, exactly. And yeah, that's that's it's something. Um, after that, uh, we got an interesting look at something. It just showed uh, a rock some trees you're out in the middle of like a wooded area um the wind's blowing the you know rain's falling some leaves are kind of moving lightning strikes in the distance and then the character you realize this is a first person and the character's moving his head around looking and lightning strikes again he looks over and it just says prologue an unknown Mm -hmm. production um yeah. so uh you can go over to playprologue.com you can sign up for the newsletter for that um and after some digging you found out that this is uh something new uh from the guys at um uh what was it players unknown i can't yeah. remember the name of the company officially yeah um, it's um it's a player unknown yeah it's not okay. player unknown production that's something oh that's a blue blue shell blue blue, hole? blue clip blue hole um, I'll show you a blue hole. Um, nice one. Yeah. Uh, that's not a soundboard, ladies and gentlemen. No. No, that was a... Well, it's a soundboard in a way. It's it is. Uh, mouth hole, blue uh, hole. Yeah. I've had a... Pie hole. Blue jockey rancher. Jesus. It's a blue hole. Um, so we have no idea what this is. So we're really saying, uh, you know, like, trying to stay tuned for that. And I keep... I've watched this video a bunch of times, and I keep thinking I see stuff while i watch it and i mm-hmm. can't i think a lot of times it's things it's just the way the trees are moving yeah. um but i expect to see something especially after the lightning strike and mm-hmm. i'm not getting anything so if you guys are scrubbing through this and you see something that i did not see uh yeah. let me know let me know right. i'm very interested it seems um, like they're trying to hide something almost <laughs> Maybe. Like there's definitely, I think there's something in that shot that has not been picked up on. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that, and I, I've scrubbed through it a little bit. It's kind of hard to do. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still kind of just clicking through second by second here. Um, yeah. I'm not getting anything abnormal. But maybe it's off on the side. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, like I said, if you guys see something, uh, let us know. We'd like to definitely see that in here. Uh, you know, yeah. hear, hear what was found. Definitely. So rolling off of that, 
we went straight into I'm I'm happy about this one best art direction award ended up going to Control. Yeah, why not? That they worked they worked hard. The art direction on that was fantastic. Um, it, it had such a like specific look. Uh huh. Of like you know we had like the very brutalist um, kind of minimal, but like with some weird like you know geometric shit going on. Like very cool. I mean, I think it had a great look. So I can oh. definitely see that one. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, there was nothing, uh, nothing wrong with that game at all. For uh, sure, art wise. So, um, rolling off that, we ended up uh, getting some information about Fortnite. Um, Fortnite uh, meeting uh, Star Wars, which is interesting. Um, yeah. I have yet to jump into this. Um, everyone who does jump into it gets a uh, a Tie Fighter glider. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool. I think it's a Tie Fighter glider. I can't remember. Um, fighter glider. But they have some characters that you can play as as well. Uh, you can play as Ray. You can play as Finn. And I believe mm. that sexy ass uh, Red Stormtrooper. I, I've I've seen Kylo Ren's running around too. Oh oh, it was uh, Kylo Ren. Uh, yeah. Glider. Um, okay. I think there's shit up in the sky too, like Star Destroyers, Tie Fighters. Mm. Um, I think you can get in the TIE Fighters and the nice. Millennium Falcon, um, which is pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. I know they added planes, uh, like biplanes, mm. okay. previously, so I think this is an extension of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, there is a Kylo Ren. Yeah, we just saw that. I don't know um, the extent of that or you know like what the deal is with that, but... Um, yeah. It's a cool crossover. It's two really big things. This was something we were talking about a little bit ago. What does this mean? Um, Disney talking yes. with, you know, in this case, Epic. Epic. About Star Wars and working something with Star Wars. Is that something that we should read into? I yeah, know. I mean, it's definitely like, you know, the question it raised for me was, I thought that the deal which... Um, you know, EA made was that EA had the exclusivity for, for all Star Wars games. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I would say that having Star Wars characters in a game makes it a Star Wars game, right? Yeah, I mean, I would say so. So, I'm kind of surprised that they were allowed to do this. I mean, obviously Disney can just do whatever they want. Like, who's going to win against Disney in a lawsuit? Yeah, it, well, I mean, honestly, it's like you're one fucking strong opinion away from being deleted. Yay. Right. Um, so I agree. I mean, that's that's something. Um, and should be. Yeah, yeah. Right. They they need to be they need to be taken down a peg. I agree. Um, but that yeah, I think that conversation is something that we uh, uh, should keep an eye on. You know, mm. to see you know where is that going. Um, man, this event does look pretty cool though. Uh, I, I loaded up um, for the live stream. Uh, a video and it shows um, a dude just kind of like hanging out. It has all the like, Christmassy shit around him, um, mm-hmm. and he's on this little platform that was built. And it shows the Millennium Falcon looking like it's trying to land, and then shots start coming in. Uh, and Tie fighters, and the thing just takes off. Tie fighters show the platform the guy was standing on, um, and he's watching this dogfight develop from the ground. Mm-hmm. It's super sick, and yeah, yeah, the Millennium Falcon's just wrecking these Tie Fighters. It's really good. That's cool. Um, this this game just continues and continues. 
You know, seeing this actually made me want to re-download uh, Battlefront 2. Yeah. Because I know Battlefront 2, they've been continuing. It's another game yeah. that they've been trying really hard to keep up with and, like, you know, do new events and things. And every time a new one of the movies is coming out, they do some cool tie-in stuff with that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can guarantee that when you get home from the theater on, you know, Thursday or, you know, Friday. Right. Um, there's there's going to be something new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, that was pretty much the Star Wars goodness of this uh, of this show. Um, so up next we had uh, it was something that I was like, "What is this?" When we were first watching it, it started off showing you know like a, a first person look from a helicopter, a guy kind of looking around, uh, you know, like a, a few well outfitted bros sitting across from the character. Um, mm-hmm. He looks down at his arms and he see he like lifts his back. It looks back his uh, right sleeve to see a tattoo that says "Fight Demons" across his wrist. Nice. And then something just slams into the side of this helicopter. And yeah. when he like wakes up, he sees an axe, and he sees one of his guys that were sitting across from him had had the headlamp on. Mm-hmm. Um, and as he like looks over, something just drags it back just straight up like straight into the bushes and you see like the light flinging around and like blood spraying and stuff and it was like oh shit um then it gets oddly sexual um i don't know what this three-legged lady is doing um or if it's a lady or what this thing is um but completely nude uh a couple arms doing its own thing in the night i don't know what that had to do with what we were looking at i'm over here getting horny as hell and uh, then it cuts to first person, showing your character with his tactical axe uh, walking. He goes into a cave, and you see a few monsters. Um, and none of them are attacking. They're all just kind of, like, there. And one of them stands up, and their mouth is, like, open, but has skin that's, like, mm. covering. Um, and then it pops up in yellow and says, Son, uh, Sons of the Forest. Um, yes, this is a follow-up to The Forest. The Forest, yeah. Uh, so, very interesting. Um, I never got in and ended up playing The Forest. I no. super wanted to. Um, but that's very much something that you have to play with people. And I was like, ah, I'm yeah. not going to you know, ride that one solo. I, I would enjoy it more with other people. And no one ever got around right. to it, so it's all good. Um, yeah, it was something that I intentionally avoided because it scared me. For sure. Um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, this this looks good. I'm glad that they're doing something more. Uh, I think when we first saw the forest, I was mind blown at the mm-hmm. graphical fidelity of it. Was like a bird that landed on the finger of the player. Right. And right. I remember, I think we worked retail at the time, and I was like ranting and raving about how cool that was. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know, they didn't really reveal too much about it. They're just like, hey, we're you know we're working on it. Sons of the Forest didn't. Uh, it just at the very end it said end night is all mm-hmm. it said no date so um, not sure what that means yeah. <clears throat> we're also looking at uh, there's actually a couple of these but the first um, a single player turn based story driven RPG set in the League of Legends universe uh, ruined king so any kind of I guess long term uh, or even recent League of Legends players will know there's like a couple items in the game that reference the Ruined King. Okay. So this is going to kind of dive into that story a little bit. That's cool. That's cool. And, uh, what's and it's even coming better? from Airship Syndicate. Yeah. Yeah. Is Airship Syndicate. Um, 
I, I don't know what to expect from this. Um, I know uh, Riot is working on a lot. Mm-hmm. And this is part of that a lot that we're talking about. Um, right. They're, they're starting to shop out uh, via Riot Forge. Uh, other companies can make stuff in the Riot Games, you know, League of Legends universe. And that's really, that's, that's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. They have a... Going after, like, the, the Warhammer model, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a... A great move. You're gonna get a lot of content, and if something sticks, there you go. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so the trailer shows. Uh, I don't remember what this is called. You probably have a little bit more knowledge. Um, but it shows like a very fast camera movement across the water with some destroyed ships, and then it comes up to a landmass that is. Yep. So that is uh, the town, or I guess city of Bilgewater. Okay. Yeah. Which is sort of like obviously it's like a pirate themed. Yeah, it looks like a boat is like on the uh, like the left side, like it's been mm. shipwrecked up there somehow. Yeah. So they um, built it in. Yeah, yeah, straight up built in. It looks great. There's tons of destroyed ships on the way to this island, um, yeah. and like lots of cart, like lost cargo. Um, so, and then there's a big tower in the middle. And the uh, in the very beginning, it shows like the green kind of ghostly looking stuff that is part of the. They kind of show in the very, it's like the 22nd mark they show. It's like kind of cataclysmic explosion. That's probably inside the Shadowlands. Okay. In the uh, game. So it looks like the Shadowlands are kind of infecting. They're like leaking. Uh, Bilgewater. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to see what comes of that. But Awesome. It's definitely, I mean, they're, they're really trying to dive into that story because I think, uh, like a couple of years ago, Riot started doing champion redesigns in League of Legends, and they started changing, like altering the story of some of the characters because every character has like a bio page, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they started really trying to tie everything together, and I think it's all kind of been building toward this idea. For sure. So, um, pretty cool. Yeah, I'd love yeah. To see kind of where they go with it, I guess, but it seems really cool. Um, they uh, after that, you know, we didn't have a video for it. I'm just loading it up really quick, just because I thought there was a few cool pieces um, mm-hmm. in there, like what they were talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> um, they had um, a, a performance at the. They had a lot of performances at the VGAs. Um, the mm-hmm. first one was from Grimes, which I don't know what that ours, um, but uh, she's doing some work with uh, Cyberpunk. Um, and after her performance, they, uh, talked a little bit, I believe about cyberpunk, um, which I don't have that information like on hand. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like anything. They didn't add any kind of crazy new details. It was yeah behind the music for cyberpunk. And there was some cool stuff. They're like, you know, we want to like... Like, what kind of music are we looking at? And they're like, there are some, you know, some stronger industrial, you know, songs in here. And there are some, like, slower, um, you know, like, synth-sounding stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're really going over what um, what it is. And my favorite thing that was said on there, um, I don't remember the guy's name. It was right up in the beginning. I'm trying to scrub to find him. Um, oh, it was Run the Jewels. Um, the nice. one guy's talking and he's like, yeah, you know, we were approached and we really want to do it. And then the other guy's like, honestly, uh, we're just trying to create some heavy ass shit for you guys to fuck shit up to. And I was Dang. like, oh yeah. Um, and then it got into the heavy industrial stuff and I was like, okay, 
they know exactly what you know we yep. need for this and then you know they, they start talking about some other stuff you know talking about some um you know rap and then they show uh what's her name grimes who did the show yeah um and uh you know just some other people that are making some music for the game uh it was a it was a good look at you know, what what's what's going to be and i think you can actually go and find um some uh playlists from for not, not for the game but some cyberpunk playlists uh yeah. that are done by cyberpunk on places like spotify and things like that um and it's not all hardcore they showed uh some chick doing some um like some cello work which was yep. really cool um, I love cello work yeah, yeah, it's it's looking to be um, uh, pretty stacked uh, sound wise, and mm-hmm. that's what it needs. Um, I mean, I don't know if we're talking with something that can compete with something like Grand Theft Auto, but having those those immersive moments of like you're getting in the car and you hear whatever the song playing, um, because in this world that's the new hit song or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and you hear it playing, it, and it helps. It really does. I think um, keep things alive. Or you change to like uh, um, uh, like an older station, and it plays you know something a bit older. Those kind of things really really help keep that immersiveness. And that's what they're going yeah. for. That's the whole point. Yep. Cool. Got some cool shit going on. Yeah. Um, and they followed up with best action game. Uh, ended up going to definitely Cry Five. Yeah, that's a little surprising because I really didn't hear anybody talking about Devil May Cry 5. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it kind of just happened and kind of rolled by. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that it, you know, that got, it got some, something. some yeah. attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, not only that, they're like, hey, our game's on sale too. So if you guys yeah. are interested, there we go. Um, after that, uh, they showed off a trailer for a, a new Dark Alliance. Which cool. was very surprising. Um, yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm a big Dark Alliance fan. I think I've talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. But uh, this trailer really doesn't give you a lot to go on. I think it's kind of like, hey, we're working on something. It's very... This trailer is very dirty to me. It's um, weird. I, I'm not a fan. I like what is happening. Um, uh-huh. At some point you see the... Uh, dwarf put his shield up and the archer runs and jumps off it and he like launches her in the air and she sticks yeah. three arrows and the camera for the most part is at the tips of the weapons of the characters yeah it's doing or, like these tracking shots yeah and it's very I, 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 I'm not a fan <laughs> no but they um, at the very end rush forward and they see uh, what looks to be like a frost giant yep very cool yeah, so we're back in the Icewind Dale area. Uh, this seems to be the team from the, uh, like, Drist books. Okay. Yeah. So um, I, I'm trying to remember. I think it's uh, Drist, Wolfgar, Cadbury, and Brunner, if I recall. I've read a lot of those books. But, okay. um, so, you know, kind of getting back to, like, a squad that's pretty recognizable to most people, I think. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, um, your standard, uh, you know, your uh, your dwarf, your elf, your, you know, like, uh, mage, your warrior. Um, yeah. You know, that kind of standard build. Uh, well, swapped around. In this case, no mage. No mage. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. At least we didn't see a mage. We didn't see one, one yeah. Um, so, interesting. 
but yeah, I mean, maybe that maybe that's part of it. We do see some pretty heavy uh, the what I would probably consider to be the barbarian, the guy with the two handed axe. He does light that bitch on fire and throw it through a bunch of people. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's you know where that's leading, but um, actually at the very end of the video is probably the most interesting piece because it says darkalliance.com. And then it shows some pretty cool flippy shit against some, um, uh, you know, against some enemies. It shows a big dragon flying by, and they're kind of like in this like cliffside area with some trees looking out. Um, and then it fades out and says Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what was this? Uh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. And then we continued on. Um, probably something a bit more. Uh, my speed would be uh, the Apex Legends holiday event. Uh, right. It's Mirage's Hollow Day Bash. Um, the joke being Mirage creates holograms. Um, and, uh, you know, if you do sign in for this, there's a ton of exclusive gear, exclusive skins, the stuff that you can imagine. Um, and not only that, for signing in, you do get a legendary G7 skin uh, for the weapon, the G7, which is a um, uh, semi-automatic... Uh, rifle. Yeah, I guess it depends on how you want to build it. Um, but everyone kind of has their own little skin. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of pretty much any of them, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is what it is. Um, it, it, it's still, uh, the, you know, the game I'm still super into. Um, right. And it's, uh, you know, it's still going strong. It, had, it was nominated for a ton of awards uh, this year. And I think it did end up winning... I think it did end up winning one award. Um, hmm. I, I can't I can't remember. Um, they might have announced it like in the side like, oh, and this also won the award for blah blah blah. You know, like a side award that they didn't um, like show during the three hours. Yeah, they didn't have the time. Okay. Um, yeah. So another new announced. Uh, well, not announced, but uh, Wisps. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Actually, I think that doesn't go there either. Uh, so, yeah, that is actually... that It came out. Mm-hmm. And um, as of the Game Awards Day, it was available on Xbox Game Pass. So I have it downloaded and will probably never play it. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I didn't really like the first one. I mean, it, it's like Ori is one of those games that has like is a really strong intro. It's like a sort of Metroid-ish platformer. Yeah, and it's just way too. It's asking way too much. Every time I look at it, I, I constantly think of like Rayman Legends. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, fine. Yeah, I'm good. Not for me. Definitely good for other people. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I know some people that were super into it. Of course. Um, they did a small little thing on what Will Wright was working on, um, and then they, uh, ran into, uh, Games for Impact, and it ended up going to, uh, is it Gris, or is it Grease? I think it's Gris. You think it's French? Um, okay. Um, but yeah, that ended up getting Games for Impact, beating out some pretty stiff competition, to be honest. The Games for Impact were pretty heavy this year. Concrete Genie. Um, yeah. and uh, you know several others um, after that they took a look at the game festival um, this one was really quick it ended Saturday at 10am Pacific Standard Time so it's already over but there was uh, 
a healthy look of demos for games that aren't out yet. I talked about two of them at the beginning of the show um, that I played, uh, System Shock and uh, Skate Burb. Um, so, uh, you know, that was up there. You can probably find videos for each of those uh, online mm. if you'd like. And then they just did a quick rundown of a bunch of games. Uh, best Family Game went to Luigi's Mansion 3. Best Sports Slash Racing Game went to Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel. And Best Mobile went to Call of Duty Mobile. Barf. Um, actually, the game isn't fully trash. I ended up downloading it, checking it out, and mm. it's just as good as this like console game. Like, damn, it has zombies, it has a battle royale, it has all the standard modes. Um, it's all. I'm right so here waiting on uh, League of Legends Team Fight Tactics on mobile. You know, right? I mean, mobile is kind of like. There's some good games that can be played, but once you play them, you know it's it's done. It's not, there's yeah. not a lot of like ongoing things. Yeah. Um, but uh, Call of Duty is something that could be the ongoing thing, and I don't know how long I'll play it. To be honest, I've only played it a couple times, like waiting in like the waiting room at a doctor's office, you know. But nice. Um, then we got into possibly my favorite thing that was shown on the entire show. Um, I, I can pretty much say yes. This was my favorite thing that was shown. In the show, okay. um, it uh, you know it just kind of opened up. It was an action RPG uh, from Devolver, uh, Digital Devolver. <laughs> I'm gonna say it backwards every time. Digital now. Devolver. Yeah, um, and it starts showing this Wild West, uh, like this setting, this very specific setting. And then as it uh, pans out, you see it's a um, uh, kind of like a looks like a tactics style game you know that typical like isometric view um with things going on um very very grim looking uh not the guy who watches the show but um things just don't look great for some of these people blood everywhere um and uh it turns out it's called weird west um it's a like i said an action rpg um from the creators of dishonored and prey yeah pretty cool so x arcane guys uh chris avalon is writing on it like he is in every big story game that's going on yeah and uh god yeah. damn if it doesn't look um just fantastic you know something set in that old you know in that like 1800s or you know possibly even earlier um like western it just it, it it's yeah such like it looks like it, they've done such a good job with this one mm-hmm. um the art style is not your typical, um, as for this piece of what we're seeing, it's not just your typical, uh, you know, like your standard, like something you'd see with like Wasteland or whatever. They have their right. own little flair to it. Um, and I hope Weird West is, uh, like we get some real weird stuff, you know? Because mm-hmm. those were some of my favorite things about things like, um, like Fallout or, right. um, you know, otherwise, I think ultimately this is going to end up being something closer to like Diablo. Um, yeah. Rather than a ta- like a tactics game, like I, I thought maybe originally, uh, but some of the things that they were showing as the you know little cutscenes uh, progressed were, you know, guys like panning for gold. Um, they were showing. Uh, I don't. Maybe he was a lawman with his feet kicked up on a desk, and he had like a bag over his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, very. It reminded me of like very much of like Resident Evil. Um, and then uh, at the closer to the very end, they ended up showing like a family, 
And it looked like the family didn't have any arms. And they had bags over their heads, too. Um, which is a little haunting. Uh, or maybe their faces are just shadowed out. I can't tell. All you can see is their eyes. Everything else is, like, um, like shaded heavily. Um, so, I don't know. Some Hills Have Eyes vibes going on here, which I like. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know what to make of this. This was probably my favorite thing that I saw. I was super, super hyped after seeing this. Well, yeah, again, it was something that we talked about before where it's like, this is one of those things that's like a completely unexpected, out of left field, really cool looking, has a lot of promise, but like, there's not really a lot to compare it to to say like it, it, it sort of can't not live up to the hype, right? Right, because right. It, what is the hype? It's invented its own yeah territory. It doesn't have yeah. someone that it's like like I said, it's you know looking to be that action RPG that. Mm-hmm is comparable to something like um like diablo or torchlight or you know something in 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 that vein and um that vein could use some weird we've had you know diablo for a long time we've had um you know torchlight is all but defunct at this point um you know and and there, there are others out there but i think it could use a dose of a game that um is gritty but also maybe doesn't take itself a hundred percent too serious. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know what direction we're going to, they're going to go with this, but, um, yeah, the promise is, uh, uh, on my end is like very, very promising. Mm-hmm. Um, after they showed off that, they ended up moving into uh, Magic Legends. Um, yes, the Magic the Gathering MMO. Yeah. Um, that one again, something out of left field. Yeah, they were talking about. I, I guess the whole show. We knew it was coming, um, so everybody knew there was a magic MMO on the in the works. I guess it's really like a title. I didn't. I didn't response. Uh, I, I don't know why I didn't have any idea. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wizards has been talking about it for like a couple of years. Okay. Uh, so this is really an announcement of a title and like kind of showing off some of what they are thinking about. With uh, it's really just a cinematic. There's no gameplay or anything, but right, it's kind of trying to get the idea across. I think. Yeah, and I mean, Magic being a big established world, they'll already right. have a lot to go on. Um, and you know, those people who are big fans of playing the card game are going to be mm. like, "Oh shit, look at that!" Like, you know, they, they they'll have that idea like right out of mm-hmm. the gate, and that's uh, I think that's cool. I always like seeing that. Yeah. It's kind of the reverse order of Hearthstone, right? <laughs> right, right. Um, and at the very end of the trailer, it did say playmagiclegends.com backslash beta. You can sign up for the beta today. Um, yeah. Something I need to go and do. Um, and then we ended up uh, going into, you know, looking at a VR game. Um, it was uh, It's for the uh, Oculus. It is, they announced it was out now, and it's Path of the Warrior. Yeah. Um, very was this the one that was kind of Streets of Rage looking and then it went into first person ish yeah 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 it was um, very cool the characters all look super interesting um, mm. you know like when you hit someone in their face their face kind of mushes up a little bit and just kind of like smashes together like at the point yeah. of impact like it's like your fist goes in to their face a bit yeah and then right. comes back out 
Um, super interesting. They had a really good presentation, a quick, um, you know, 30 second piece. Um, right. And uh, yeah, uh, immediately I was like, damn, this looks fun. Uh, like, uh, I, I like what I'm seeing here. Um, after that, they ran down best multiplayer game, went to Apex. That was the one I was looking for earlier. Um, so no surprise there. And then we got on to the piece that we saw. Um, at, teased. Teased. Yeah. yeah, saw teased at the State of the pl- state of Play for the Sony event. Um, it was the four and a half minute Ghosts of Tsushima official trailer for the Game Awards. Yeah, so... Um... It's looking fully amazing. Very much so. So I'm super interested. I mean, this is one of only two major things we've seen shown off. So we saw that kind of um, like moonlit battle in the like shadow of the cherry blossom tree or whatever. Yeah. Um, That was really cool. Saw that, what, a year ago? Or was that at E3 or what? I can't remember. Well, it wasn't at E3. Right? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think... I think it was at a PlayStation experience. Right. So, um, this is showing off a little more. Um, I think, again, it's it's all CG, right? Does it actually show any real gameplay? I don't believe it does. I think it is all CG. Yeah. But... But I do believe... Looking that... really good. Well, the, actually, some of the horse riding could be real. Because why yeah. would you show a dude just riding a horse through a field? So that's probably real. Yeah, I think there's some of it running an engine. It might all be running an engine. I'm not yeah. sure. Because um, it looks phenom- it looks phenomenal, and we know, you know, the PS4 Pro is definitely capable. Of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it can. Yeah, this is probably going to be one of those games that comes out on PS4, and then also comes out like a week later on PS5. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely right. see that. Um, I don't, um, did they give a date? I don't. They did not. Yeah, they just did said they? summer. I don't, I don't think we saw a date. Yeah, summer. So yeah. we'll see an enhanced edition or whatever by the end of the year, probably. Yeah. Maybe January next year. But uh, yeah, this is looking amazing. I mean, I've always been really into um, the kind of, I guess, Nobunaga's ambition era, yeah. sort of, of Japan history. I'm really into samurais and ninja and that kind of thing. Yeah, so I'm really excited to see more of this and see kind of what the gameplay really feels like. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, I, I don't know; they might have shown some gameplay there. At the, closer I mean, a lot of this probably is gameplay, but it's like there was it, it's it's from custom camera angles that you can't do in game and things, so it's not really showing you the real experience quite yet. Right, right. Um, yeah. I don't know that horse riding, like you said, might be. Yeah, I could see that being. I bet it is. It looks pretty close to. It looks pretty close to the Red Dead horse riding, so I don't see why not. It's, there's nothing that sticks out that says this is impossible for this to be gameplay, you know? Right, right. So, some good stuff from um, Sucker Punch uh, yeah. with Ghost of Tsushima. Um, they progressed right along into Gears Tactics, uh, which is a Agreed. world premiere trailer. Um, I don't think we had seen anything about this before. No, we haven't seen actual real they, they stuff. They mentioned it, but right. we didn't get anything. Um you kind of made that noise, like, Ugh. I'll um, check it out. I don't know. This, as far as Gears goes, for me, it's not um, a priority. I'm not crazy interested. And yeah. if there is something that I would be interested in, it might be this tactics. Um, yeah. I mean, it, I would, the question is, is it closer to XCOM? Because it looks like it's pretty close to XCOM. Yeah, yeah. And if it is, then that's good. Uh, if it, 
moves away from XCOM too much, I think they're going to have... Because there's certain shots where it looks like a way older style of tactics game. Right. And I think that'd be a big mistake. I think just clone what XCOM did. You know, maybe do some other cool new stuff, but it's looking like in it, general. It looks like it is pulled back. You can kind of, you know, like yeah. a standard tactics game. Um, and then when you go in to execute an attack, you know, it's going to zoom in. Right. I think that's where, uh, you know, from everything that we've seen here. Um, 40 looks, plus hour campaign. I see that as a negative. <laughs> but it does look pretty crazy. That's it. Yeah. It's it's ambitious. So forty plus sure. hour campaign. That's that's ambitious as fuck. Really ambitious. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I don't know. We uh, I don't know when we're gonna see this. Um, I imagine we'll see it before the launch of the new system. I do have it preloaded on Xbox Game Pass on PC already. Okay. So should be coming out pretty soon. Okay. Cool. Cool. I don't know if they set an exact date, but. Yeah, yeah, I might have to go. Gears Tactics is listed as a 2019. Uh, so here we go, April 28th, 2020. Oh, you stupid assholes. There we go. No one's going to play that. Uh, yeah, it's a bad uh, bad release window. Bad timing. Sorry, bro. Um, and then uh, they transitioned into uh, Naraka Blade Point, um, which is a fighting game that is coming out in 2020. That's some really, really good-looking visuals. Some... Mm-hmm. Um, hand-drawn visuals um and then that progressed into what i i believe was gameplay it looks like gameplay um yeah yeah i could see that being gameplay and i'm not sure what we're looking at here um you know game wise like what are we doing is this like kind of like a an open world that you're exploring until you find someone to fight because um, they do show a lot of ex- exploration um mm-hmm. or you know like like how how is this uh progressing but um it 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 looks it looks really cool um one of uh one of my friends was like yeah that look that was surprising that was their wild uh or weird west uh of the show this game yeah. was um so uh you know it, it's we're going to definitely see more of this uh here probably pretty soon um but what they've already shown off looks really cool it uh very much um you know in in that same vein of uh like like it's in that same main vein as like ghost of uh tsushima um yeah it looks like it's a little more um like ghost of tsushima looks like they're sort of doing part Sekiro, part, like, Shadows of Mordor. Yeah. Um, whereas this looks like it's doing part, let's say, Devil May Cry, part Sekiro, right? Like, yeah. this is this looks like it's leaning into the more fast-paced action. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to figure out, like, I don't know, like, what kind of um, thing we're doing here. Because we see a lot of, like, world traversal. They're jumping up, they're climbing. That's true, right. Um, so is this, uh, like an action fighting game or is it like are we fighting against other players are these all npcs if so does that make it a fighting game or does that just make it an action game um Mm -hmm. i I don't know a lot of questions left at this one but it does look really good so um go check out naraka blade point uh and you know let us know what you think Mm 
Um, after that, they did announce uh, the best ongoing game, uh, which they gave to uh, Fortnite, which... Uh, fair, probably. Um, and after that, we ended up getting some information on a game that we're maybe a little confused about, uh, but it is from Red Hill Games, and it's called 9 to 5. Um, we were looking into it. They, in the beginning, they show, like, Max Payne, Arma 3, you know, World of Tanks, and they, it, they're just labeling all these uh, right. games, and we're like, what the fuck do they have to do with each other? And then it gets into it, and it shows some, like, rabbits with guns doing, like, Fortnite dances, and we're like, I was like, this better not be a real thing. This, like, I was like, I can't believe this is, you know, something. And then a few shots ring out and it hits a computer screen and it's just a guy in a full, like, military guard, like, shaking his head like, I can't believe this is in this real world that we live in. Um, And it turns out 9 to 5 is a first-person tactical shooter um, where you play uh, a merc and a mercenary group in a world ruled by corporations. Um... Fun. You can go grab some more information over at uh, 9to5.game. Um, sign up for that alpha. Uh, I don't think they announced anything about, like, hey, this is when it's set to come out. But it's it's something. Right. Um, by uh, some people who worked at, um, um, you know, the, the company that made, like, World of Tanks and uh, Remedy. It was Remedy. It was, uh, what was the, uh, Wargaming. Um and, uh, you know, some various other places. So, uh, I don't know. This could be something to keep an eye on. If you're really into that... Um, uh, the thing that I keep comparing it to in my head is uh, Tom Clancy's Siege. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, what I, that's the vibe I'm getting to. Yeah. Um, so, you know, something to keep an eye on. Do you want to take the next uh, couple? Sure. So... We had uh, basically four awards straight in a row. Um, esports Game of the Year, League of Legends. It's not really any surprise there. I mean, they typically have you know the largest um, viewership of their like worlds, uh, you know, championship tournament and everything. Um, I also think they did a really good job of releasing a bunch of new content this year. Sure. Um, hard to keep up with somebody you know announcing an animated TV show, uh, like three or four new games several new game modes, and then being able to deliver on some of those already, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Best uh, VR game went to Beat Saber, no surprise there. Uh, what, recently acquired <laughs> by uh, Facebook and Oculus as well, so yeah. see what kind of comes of that change. Um, best performance was uh, Maz Mikkelsen from, um, Death, from Stranding. Uh, Death Stranding. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's probably a well-earned uh, that game had a lot of high quality, you know, high uh, profile actors in it, um, mm. and uh, well, I mean, high profile, you, you know what I mean. Um, and uh, they delivered some pretty great performances, but he had some stiff competition, and two of them were from uh, Death Stranding. Yeah, which is weird. Um, I think it should have went to uh, Guillermo del Toro, but that's just me. Yeah. Uh, they did also have a player's voice for Game of the Year, uh, which mm-hmm. this is kind of a shock to me. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah, yeah, big. I can't uh, believe it was so popular. Yeah, big left field. Like it was. I, I didn't mm-hmm. even remember seeing that as something you could vote on. Um, and uh, well, my thing too is like, 
I can't believe that Fire Emblem Three Houses was big enough to eclipse people just voting for, you know, like Fortnite or something, right? Right, and I think what that led, I think it was like, hey, which of these games do you think are the best? Mm-hmm. I don't think it was like right in your choice. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh because it probably would have went to like Leisure Suit Larry fifteen or something. Perfect. Hell yeah. Which is the fucking king. Mm-hmm. Um so right after we wrapped uh right after they wrapped that up, they did that big run. Um they started getting closer to uh let's like wrap up this show. Um, right. They did the first thing they showed off was a small little teaser for Black Desert Mobile, um, which is uh, Black Desert Online's mobile version of the game. Doesn't look right. terrible. I have it downloaded. I haven't checked it out yet. Um, I might have a little bit more to say. Uh, um, not next week since we're taking next week off, but the week after mm-hmm. um, on what this is. Um, or maybe I'll play it and then never play it again and completely forget about it and not mention it. So. Right. Uh, That's a likely one. You know. You know how that goes. Um, but yeah. Uh, after that, they uh, I think they had a performance by Green Day. Um, and after that, they announced, of course, uh, uh, Beat Saber. Uh, Green Day songs in Beat Saber. And they're like, it's available right now. Yeah. Um, so As I saw, it was really funny. Uh, one of our friends cool. posted... Um, I've been trying to avoid all the new shitty Green Day stuff, and thanks to the Game Awards, I have now had to hear it. Yeah. It's very funny. Yeah, hey, hey if I have to hear it, so do you. Um, right. And after that, they uh, moved on to uh, the game uh, announcement for, I think, New World. Is, it, is this the, the announcement? The Well, this yeah. is the first that we've seen of it in a long time. Okay. I mean, uh, so we knew that ne- so uh, Netflix, holy shit, we knew that Amazon was working on something. This is where you know they went and acquired like every bitch that ever lived. Yep. And because um, you gotta, you know, you had the lumberyard engine and everything used right, to be right. what a type of cry engine or something. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, so what's really crazy is that as like some of the earliest announcements of New World, it was going to be like a like a, an American colony sim game with like some light supernatural elements. Uh-huh. Uh, that is out the fucking door. Because they point. went straight into, like, not Weirdness. even, like, yeah. Well, there's, like, Roman... <clears throat> Roman, like, yeah. Like, Roman legionnaires that, like, find this ancient, like, cursed object, basically. And then they kind of cut forward to almost, like... The Spanish Inquisition? Like, like, yeah, like, <laughs> evil conquistadors, like... Like, half Conquistador, half Roman Legion type And guys. they're fighting the undead? Right. Which is, I mean, I'm down with that. It's but, like, sure. it's so weird. I mean, you can see that they really leaned into, like, oh, okay, what, um, like, here is what a modern WoW would be, basically. It almost has, like, a sort of Dragon Age vibe to it. It's very weird. I can't even... I I'm, can't like, I'm place... super into this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's different, because it yeah. shows from the beginning this very natural yeah like a thing. like a primal type thing and then after that it's like this statue keeps corrupting people i don't know right. is that is that is that like am i getting that right because that's what it feels like that's what it seems like the gemstone in it is like they, an evil thing yeah. so it seems like they're doing the like alliance versus horde idea um yeah i could see you know, that and this is uh, it's yeah, like yeah. we said, this is a um, 
the uh, first Amazon a- game that uh, Amazon has been trying to get into games for like ten years. Is is this this is an MMO, right? That's as far as I know. I mean, they don't say again. It's I think that's a big mistake that a lot of games make that they don't just say like this is blank. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now on NewWorld.com. Yes. Yeah, Um, yeah, I'm super interested in it. You know what's interesting? You can pre-order on Amazon, pre-order on Steam, but you can't look it up on Steam. Um, Okay. Yeah, it's under under Massively Multiplayer Games New World, so... Yeah, it says Unite Players uh, with in-game social systems that help organize a hierarchy... Or a power organization hierarchy and command control of uh, formidable in-game companies. Yeah. (laughs) So, I, I... I don't know. It says Tame the Wilderness. Um, yeah, it looks like a world that you're just fighting for. Very, very World of Warcraft um, yeah. is what I'm getting here. And um, to, to be honest, uh, we need one of those. Yeah. Like, it's there is a um, heavy, heavy need for a new World of Warcraft. And um, with that, we have Magic Legends. We have, uh, you know new world um and who knows who knows what you know what else is going to be coming out with uh you know between now and then so um yeah i'm interested i mean um i guess we don't really know what exactly it's doing but it seems really interesting uh fate has summoned you to the shores of aeternum the eternal isle overcome the brutal legions of the corrupted and draw battle lines with compelling Players in this land of danger and opportunity in a land hellbent on your destruction, what will you do to survive? Release date May 2020. Okay. So we yeah, did get a release date, May 2020. Yeah. Well, they're having a beta as well. We don't really know when that's... Beta in April 2020, so we do know. Yeah. yeah. Bad so, time frame, folks. Yep. Terrible time frame. Uh, go sign up for that and then forget to play it because it's Cyberpunk. Yeah. Correct. Cool. Ooh, the specs are kind of tough. Yeah. It's going to be a good looking game. Um, they moved on. Best indie game. Uh, second time we saw Disco Elysium on the stage. Um, yeah. This was the the infamous. Oh my god, I love it. They yeah. went up and they so they they got called up again for another award. So this is their this is their third, and there was eventually a fourth, I guess, that they won off screen. But on their third one, they came up and said, um, you know, they did a couple more thankses, which they already did before. So this is their second speech. Yeah, and they were like, uh, "Yeah, we'd like to thank so and so. We'd like to thank this guy who, like, this professor that we had in college that really helped us out. And we'd like to thank uh, Marx and Engels for political theory." Eesh. It's like, damn, got him. Yeah, uh, those punches it, were not pulled. Is- the comments again. This is something that we talked about before <laughs> the show, but like the comments under were super funny because like they. So people were like, um, maybe they should go live in one of the former Soviet bloc states that were devastated by communism. And it's like, they're from Estonia, dude. It's like, you know they did. Like, right? if they're older than, what? If, if they're older than, like, 25, then they lived in the country when it was Soviet-controlled. So, like, as children, right? Yeah. So, I mean... Uh, you know, it's kind of, I, I don't know. I mean, like, that's their opinion, man, you know? Um, sure. It's pretty, it's funny that they would just come out and, like, say it. Again, I, that's a fucking very unique thing to the United States. That in the U.S., where our, our, 
political theory was so specifically anti-Soviet and anti-communist in general that, um, like, Karl Marx lived in London for a long time. There's, like, Karl Marx Street in England. You know what I mean? Like, um, he, he and uh, Engels are not, like, demonized generally except in the U.S. Because it's like, hey, if you, you know, there's there's people that came up with all kinds of, so, like, is, is Adam Smith directly responsible for, like, fascistic regimes in, like, Italy or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, is, is uh, the people that came up with the idea of capitalism, are they at fault for what Francisco Franco did in Spain? Like, of course not. You know? So it's like, you know, just a political theory that some countries have tried out to different levels of, you know, success or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, it's very strange that, like, people were super offended by that. Because it's like, name another political thinker from the last 200 years. Like, name somebody else that invented an entire political system <laughs> that has been proven to work to some extent. Like, that a state has been based on. Nobody. You know what I mean? I, I can't really think of anybody. Like, again, Adam Smith was, like, you know, 1600s 1700s or whatever. And I'd have to look that up, I guess. But Adam Smith was much earlier. <clears throat> so it's, I don't know, it's very, it was strange that people were so... So bent out of shape. Yeah, 1723 to 1790 was Adam Smith. So he's ancient. Oh, he was Scottish. I didn't know that. <laughs> but yeah, after the, uh, you know, the, I don't know, it, it, interesting, <laughs> surprising I mean, the, things that were at said. the show. I mean, nobody like no, was everyone was like yeah, yeah, sure. people just clapped or whatever. They walked off stage. Yeah, you could like, say anything. you're not going to call us up again, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you could walk up there and be like, "I'd like to thank the tuba guy because I took a duke right in that tuba before the show," um, um, and everyone would be um, like, um. "Yeah." You hear off stage, he goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, "But after that, they ended up uh, bringing it back to the Riot Forge and Swinging showing it off Convergence, uh, another yeah. League of Legends game." Um, so what we've heard is single-player action platformer, yes. and uh, again, very story-driven. So uh, very to different. me, it looks the trailer that we saw looks like they're just doing like a graphic novel. Yeah. So I don't really like they didn't really show anything that suggests what the real gameplay is going to be like. It reminds me a lot of something like Transistor. Yeah. Uh, it it just has. It's probably going to be very transistory. Uh, I mean, the character that they're. It looks like it's based on Echo, which is like a guy that does like time manipulation. Yeah. And his weapon is like a big noodle stick, the same way that the transistor, like big circular thing, was. Yeah. You know. So, uh, we'll have to see how it comes out, but it's kind of almost got an odd world vibe to it, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say odd um, world as well. Some of the robotic and you know weirdness that like lumpy shaped people. Yeah. 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 Uh, coming from Riot Forge and Double Stallion. Double Stallion. Yeah, better than Single yeah. Stallion, I'll tell you that. Don't right search now. Double Stallion on your computer, <laughs> you will see some shit. Please, please. Uh, <laughs> unless you're grim, go ahead. Um, and uh, next up was uh, a big one. Yeah, Surprising. I was very excited for this. Uh, but they just come right out with it, and they're like, hey, uh, Wolf Among Us 2. That's a thing. Um, here's uh, their hog, and uh, do with nice. it what you will. Yeah, so um, it is coming from the resurrected version of Telltale. Now, weird. I weird. guess 
you know, my, my hang up on this is that we still don't know um, how many original Telltale employees were able to get their jobs back. Um, you know, how many, you know, what, what is the status of the people that are working at the new Telltale? Do they have, like, have they considered unionizing? Do they have better contracts than they had in the previous ownership? Uh, we just, we sort of don't know. So this could be one of those things where it's like, uh, hey, we're back, and you nothing know, it's, uh, it's it's nothing is. I mean, it's all different people. That's a shitty like company that's just trying to use the name to make money. It could be like Very we we well. really don't know. So I'm gonna definitely be watching out for like Kotaku articles and shit like that to see a little bit more info. But I really liked the first one. The yeah. first game got me into the Fables comic series. Sure. So yeah, I'm sure this will launch me into some new tirade. Who knows? Yeah, there'll be, there will be uh, anger and violence in the future. Yeah. So, um, you know, for sure, buckle up and uh, pay attention. Um, and then to close the show, they had Michelle Rodriguez hit the stage, which was interesting. Cool. Um, I was hoping it would have went a Resident Evil direction, but obviously it went a Fast and Furious direction. As she goes, yeah. hey, there's a new game coming out. Um, it's canon in the Fast and the Furious world, and it's called Fast and Furious Crossroads. Um, it looks like it's heavily story based. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like, I don't know how how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. I haven't kept up with a lot of the Fast and the Furious stuff because they kind of really went off the rails. Well, and then I mean, it, it, it went to a weird place. It started off really well, Fast and the Furious and uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. I was a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it got to kind of a weird place. And then now it's so off the rails that I'm okay with it. It's like just another action movie. Okay, yeah. At this point, it's become like a Michael Bay thing. Right, right. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Where you don't expect any kind of realist. It's like, it's not even about cars anymore. It is, but it's about the machine gun attached to the car. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's it's um, in an interesting place. Uh, the trailer looks good. Fully acted, uh, like fully voice acted. And it looks like possibly even fully motion captured by the actors. Um, I mean, well, we know that Vin Diesel's down to like get in a video game, so yeah. that's definitely him. And Michelle Rodriguez, she was right up yeah. there on stage. Uh, she nice. introduced him. Um, so it, this was a weird way to end the show. I think. Yeah. I think. I don't know what what could have ended the show better. Um, Just Vin Diesel's getting his dick out on stage. Them playing a a sixteen hour. Uh, campaign of fucking fifth edition yeah i like that that would have been cool Um, a full live playthrough of deadly premonition it's the first time they've ever played so they don't know how the controls work and they have to read the instructions that would be good (laughs) uh but after that finally uh, some good fucking content they teased like fast nine and some other stuff and then they're like okay let's talk about game of the year um game of the year uh you know for them they had um a few games up there, and we could tell it was kind of a slow year uh, mm-hmm. due to the fact that Super Smash Brothers was up for Game of the Year. Yeah. Um, that's a no for me, dog. That's going to have to be a no for me, dig dog. Um, and uh, with that, it, like, I, I think my choice uh, from the selection that they had uh, was probably Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. Um but it ended up going to... Uh, I, it's a game that uh, I didn't play. I don't think you played it either. Um, 
But Sekiro shadows die twice. Yeah, I did not get into that. Well, Sorry it's not your style of game, but I heard you talking about it and maybe being interested in it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's not something that I played, but now it is something that I kind of want to go back and play. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was a pretty, uh, uh, you know, a pretty big deal, I guess, um, for them to win. Them being, uh, I, I would consider them kind of underdogs. I would say between them and um, Outer Worlds, um, yeah. the forerunner, the person I thought was going to win it was Death Stranding. Yeah, I think a lot of people expected Death Stranding, which... I, and that's why I they think there's, against it. I think there's something to be said for, like, can't... I, I think Death Stranding should have had to bow out of the entire running because Jeff Keighley was in the fucking game. Right, right. Like, he's best friends with the guy that made the game. Like, it's... But, I, I feel like there could be some allegations of bias there if it would have won. Sure, sure. But I don't think he gets to pick Jeff himself. That's true, but I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like, but, yeah, I mean, I, people I get mad at Steve going. Harvey for reading the wrong envelope or whatever. Well, he needs to stop fucking doing it. He well, knows what he I wouldn't do it. I would have somebody else do it. Right. But, he, uh, I, I you can't know, it's be trusted with this anymore. Here. Right. It's the type of thing that's like, you know, it just even if, I mean, do, do they go and release their exact polling numbers and everything? Like, I don't know. Like, mm. I don't know if we, if you Fair can enough. trust their self-reporting of, oh, our fans said that uh, my best friend's game that I was in was one? really good. Yeah. And I, I agree with them. So it's like, uh, I don't know, dude. Yeah, sure. The, the, so. bi- the uh, bias is definitely there. Right. Just not, just not dodge really out of the way of having to handle it at all. I mean, again, that's something that Kojima should do, not Keeley, right? Kojima should be like, hey, don't even consider my game on this list. Right. Like, I'll win Game of the, war- game of the Year awards from the reviewers and shit. Yeah, uh, like, I mean, you're going to win it from somewhere, you know? Yeah, there's, I mean, somehow, some way, your game will be the best game of the year for some idiot. Yeah. <laughs> it just depends on who that moron is, right? Is it us? Tune in Typically next Typically it's me, right? <laughs> um, but that I like to be the guy that's like, um, actually, I think that this indie game was the best game of the year. So, yeah. uh, there's always that dude, you know? Uh, I played a lot of uh, Spore this year, and... Uh, oh, yeah. Um, but anyhow, that pretty much wrapped up the show. Uh, it was a long one. I am uh, completely amazed that we made this happen in under... Under six uh, hours, yeah. Yeah, under three hours. Impressed. Um, so we covered a lot of shows in under three hours. Um, we could probably cut this one clean in half somewhere. I don't know if that's possible. Um, no, but, I'm going to actually add like 20 minutes of uh, intro and outro and then upload it in a... Like a four-hour block, yeah. All in one, you guys. No skipping. It. I'm gonna delete the ability. I'm gonna have it play at 0.75 speed. If someone on Reddit could go in and make a, um, like a, a bookmark section of like, hey, is this the game you want to hear about? And you can just go in and click but then have them all it. do the wrong ones. And they all go to, uh, I don't know. Let me look. What's the most ridiculous thing that we? They all go here? to me talking about Karl Marx. <laughs> they all go to, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they all go to just, like, the Joker. Uh, and then it loops. It just loops there over and over again. You can't get out. You have to reload the page. You have to shut down your computer. Yeah. Oh, that's a good Uninstall. Yeah, just completely eat their computer. Yeah. It takes 100% of the CPU. Okay, so if we didn't run off all of our fan base yet, I think this that did it. it. Um, so, uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry about mm-hmm. that. Um, 
But that's going to wrap up the show. Thanks for hanging out for this super long one. Hopefully this holds you over until um, our very last show of 2019. Um, yeah. So, uh, Probably on the 29th we'll be doing live, and then the, obviously 30th we'll be uploading. Yeah. Um, so let us know if you guys, uh, you know, are interested in sharing your opinion for Game of the Year and Game of the Decade over at facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Um, we have two threads going over there. Just uh, scroll through, find it, um, and let us know. Let us know the game and give us a brief description why. Um, you can also keep up on all of the news that we usually talk about here. There first. Um, yeah. As well, over on uh, Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do stuff just like this. Um, again, always cool stuff over there that uh, we don't really talk too much about on Facebook. So um, good reason to follow us on both places. Um, yeah. We appreciate you, as always, guys, hanging out for us, uh, especially with this long show. Um, but until after Christmas, you guys have a great Christmas. And for Mammoth Games Inc., I'm Nice Warm. And I'm Filter Court. Have a good one.